two exploding heads horror movie podcast episode one forty four. See, nice and quiet. Listen, see. But you you figure by now it'd be a smooth intro one forty four, and we still stumble over it. It's never it's never just flawless. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's about to it's come never... through Dave's roof. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We we have a little bit of construction going on here. Uh, there's all kinds of drama. Well, not really construction, but whatever. <laughs> it sounds like construction. It's just clean. Oh my Lord. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, what are you gonna do? Uh, One forty-four. Uh, we have a very special guest here. I. I wanted to bring her on here for a long time honestly the idea started uh we had the women in horror month and we we're like okay we got to do this we got to actually back to the women in horror thing we were going to do something completely different this year as a gag and it didn't work out so maybe we do it next year so we were kind of scrambling at the end and we only had two weeks to work with so we said okay we got to do this we had these people last year these are our friends we have these people blah 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 now the month comes and goes, and I'm like, well, you know, we have other other people that we're friends with that, that are listeners of the show that have podcasts that haven't been on here. So we have to make it a point to get them on here because, you know, what the hell? We, we got to do this shit. This, sh- this should be guest starring. Anyway. Let's be honest. Brandon had to remind us that we were allowed to have women on the show when it's not Women in Horror Month. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, yeah, who? Well, that, like, what a novel idea. Like, who would have yeah, thought? I mean, yeah, well, this all started when I invited Heather to be on, and Dave's like, oh, man, now i got to invite every female ever to be on the show. I'm like, like, and we got to squeeze them all into this month. I'm like, Dave, women can podcast outside women in horror month. What's the gag for next year? Is it yeah. She Nails in Sci-Fi Week? No? It's going to be the same thing we tried to do this year, but maybe we'll try to do it next year. Maybe have enough time to prepare. If we can get the, our counterparts to come on at the time when we record, we can do it. But if not, well, that because that's what happened. I thought we were just going to abandon the whole thing and do regular shows because our other plan didn't work. So to say, okay, this year we won't do it. Next year we'll double up. We'll do something. And then all of a sudden said, oh, yeah, Heather said um, she'll be okay to go at nine. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I go, so we're going to do that still. I go, I thought, because <laughs> And that's when we started scrambling. And that's why he said that. I'm like, well, now we only have two weeks to deal with. I didn't know. So, well, I think, I think I read that Women in Horror Month is no longer Women in Horror Month. It's Women in Horror Mm -hmm. Movement. So now you're required to have women on all the time. All right, then. The movement is here. Well, technically, we have three because Frankie and Irene, you could hear them louder than you could hear Christian right now, (laughs) (laughs) which is unique. Because yeah. I'm oh the loud one God. on the show. The interaction. Well, oh. actually, no, I don't know. Sometimes you'll hear Brandon talk back. I don't know if you're used to all the all the jokes of this show yet, but uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's questionable. Been for Bra- Brandon's uh, little random comments here and there get me cracking up. <laughs> oh, a beef fan. There, there we go. We got a lot a of those. Fan for- <laughs> yep. So anyway, this is Holly. From Beyond the Screams podcast, she's, uh, again, I wanted to have her, her here for a while. I, I listened to all the shows. I even listened to the the original, the um, the Horror Melee, and they did that for a couple years. And then they, they took a little bit of time off, not much, like a couple months, and they rebranded and they came back with uh, Beyond the Screams. And I got to tell you, I love the stuff you guys do on the show. It's very unconventional with the, uh, with, with you know, your topics for the month. And I'm telling you. No other podcast has this type of format. When they were doing the other show, 
they were just coming out and they were, they were each bringing a movie to the table. Mm-hmm. One, one movie a week, just doing review stuff, you know, doing what they do. And then when they came around the second time around, they started doing this stuff. And they have four shows a month usually. And what I think is cool about it is that they, they do different things. They have like a, an episode mm-hmm. that's pertaining to a topic and there's like a story on one episode and then they have like these uh uh virtual events sometimes and stuff but i mean she'd be better at you know really <laughs> explaining it than i than i can but explaining i think it's really show? cool <laughs> oh continue no yeah. i'm no good about me I, i'm just i just i wanted to i just wanted to put the show over in her because she is uh she does lots of cool stuff. She's a really interesting person with with the uh, a really great artist drawing and stuff. And there's some acting and there's the Rocky Horror. So, you know, and the videos that you do are, are perfect because they're just they're in and out and boom, 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 ten minutes. I mean, you, I try to do a video uh, on YouTube and I'm talking about a movie and it's fucking forty five minutes. I'm like, why can't I just do it like she does? Longer so anyway, than the movie. we we all say the exact the same thing on our end. <laughs> Actually, no, we away... don't even watch the videos. Yeah, that's not true. Look at D. D, D uh, he's crying Dave. over there. Dave, Does it I'm take just... away no. from the introduction when you hear vacuuming in the background? Like, have you ever been on a show before where they're like, they're introducing you, talking all this great stuff about you, but you're like above? <laughs> it just sounds like a horde of bees. It's very, you know, atmospheric. Yeah. <laughs> Sleep wake camp. can't go on forever. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon's the cook. You can't go on. <laughs> yeah, Beyond the Screams came. It was just like a happy accident because, yeah, we had Horror Melee. And then there was somebody else that was kind of working behind the scenes, somebody that we had all been friends with. And, you know, just differences happened, um, kind of split ways and decided to, all right, let's start on our own and just redo the whole thing. And coming up with a topic for each month, it's made it a lot easier to structure things. And then, yeah, we wanted to stand out a little. So then we do a movie review. Maybe we'll do like an indie or a short or something, all pertaining to the theme, a story that somebody could submit, and then a deep dive um, into the themes of the month. It's Can we really say cool. that uh, you should? we should get the brand of microphone that you're wearing and, and put it in, into the uh, the comment because every podcaster should be using your microphone. It's a Yeti. I really like it. There. I, I, I don't know what it is. You sound so clean and clear. And, and this is what we've had to listen to for 144 episodes of Brandon's microphone. <laughs> on, on his... no, no, that's Dave playing with his Punch and Judy box yeah. show there. I, I was trying to see what kind of mic I get. Look how a real podcaster operates, Dave. Just a microphone. He's got a whole cat box. The cat was like purring in it last episode. Yeah, that's that's actually a litter box with a with a blanket over it. <laughs> Lucky's you know taking what? his shit in there right yeah, now. Is yeah. Lucky in there? Yeah. <laughs> Lucky, get out of there! It stinks. Every now and then he's gonna <laughs> fetch out Dookie. It's just it, it's just a horrible part of the show. We edit that part out. <laughs> Hold on. There's a reason for this microphone, the situation, because the place we used to record in was the room over there, but it was too echoey. But there's like these grip things that you put, you know, it's like a little thing that you slide in and, and you screw it in and then the handle comes up and the mic comes downward, right? Well, the thing I had in there, it was too thick. I couldn't put the thing on there, so I could never do it. Now, though, I have this, this table in front of me, so it is possible 
that I could go back and try to find that equipment and have it and then have the mic right in my face like this, like it's supposed to be. Because otherwise, i got to lean in like this anytime I'm trying to talk. And it's, what are you going to do? That's how it's much sexier, actually. It's how it's much better. And it it would look even better if you could get your head inside the box. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the thing. Sometimes I lay like this. So this is how I can. I'm I'm not just trying to be Mr. Casual here, but now I sound better. In 144 shows, I've never seen you lay like that. Never. Ever. Christian, have you ever yeah. seen his head Never. that close to the box? Ever. Never. And this I, is, I feel such a I like that like on a... the screen. It's just like Dave's little head at the <laughs> yeah, back. you're so low. What are you doing? You've Holly, never I, been this low I either. feel bad. <laughs> I derailed. Like, we just introduced Holly, and like we're talking about a show, and then I had to make a bad joke about it. So, like, I forgive me, because it's... It's unconventional, no, kind of like our show. The, yeah, Forget this is it. how... This is why I enjoy your show. <laughs> <laughs> we just go well, off on tangents. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, well, the last before. episode that dropped oh, was what Dave said. Sorry, Dave. Was, a, like, a reading of a story. But Yes, that, um, that yeah, that was, uh, I think that was me reading that story. Because um, we, we were doing um, a month of death and grief. And so I got a book of Native American myths and legends for my birthday. And so I found one that was about the afterlife. And it was it was it's a great story. Actually, it was so cool. I don't know if you know that we're we're starting a new episode. We're doing four episodes a month now, and one episode's always going to be a story. It's going to be uh, we're going to be exclusive to to Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast. It's going to be like a tradition of <laughs> my mother Native was American. Native American, so I'm going to read from her her writings that she left her diary. Her diary, yeah, her diary, yeah. <laughs> so. Don't be offended if you start hearing that soon on, on the yeah. show. Um. <laughs> Gee, they're they're groundbreaking over there. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Dave. Say it. Never before in the history of podcasting have four women podcasted well, together. Well, now it's five. Now, now it's yeah, five. Now, that was funny. Yeah, they already, they already ne- went up to yeah. Ne- never before yeah. have five women been in the same room before. <laughs> <laughs> they got We're five. Gonna- we're going to call five, that segment they Nightmare got five Bookster. And they left the network. And they left the network. Yes, I heard that. Yeah, they, they're now, yeah. uh, they're independent, correct? No, yeah. they joined Horrophilia. <laughs> <laughs> they got it to start back up. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's One okay, because I'll tell you. I mean, and, uh, you know, beyond the screens, you, got, you guys are on that network. And it, it's, it's a very busy network. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think that Phil anticipated. I know when, when Order Phil was folding, he was like, okay, everybody wants to come in and join. I don't think he anticipated quite that many shows uh, to jump over at, at once and, and for new shows coming in to join the network. And it's, I think, yeah. again, I can't speak for this because I can't do anything in that department, but I think it's probably been a bit overwhelming for, for, for Phil and what they got going over there. Cause I, I know when I listen, cause I listen to maybe half a dozen shows on that network and sometimes I go on and there's issues and I go to play and it won't play. I think there's just a little bit of a, a learning curve here. And, um, you know, maybe, maybe it's better off that a couple shows, you know, do leave and, and leave it to, to a, a smaller, you know, because Horophilia in its early days when they had like 10 shows, everything was running like a top. And then more came on and Jason had to Skeleton group start, came. you know. <laughs> well, we broke it. Remember, we broke the freaking the network that when we came in, we came in at 22 shots at the same time. And there was all kinds of action going on there. And I don't know. Then you Never had, then before had... has the network been broken in the history of Horophilia. <laughs> Six point seven five. 
No reviewer has ever given the movie a 6.75. It's a daisy first. There's so many firsts <laughs> on this show. Five out of eight. Yeah, hit her own button. It's because we don't do yeah. any research. <laughs> it's, it's eight out of five. When you live in eight, oh, eight, eight out of five. I just find that makes sound five. too normal. It's eight out of five, I should say. <laughs> it's not an 8.5. That's eight out of five, I would say. <laughs> anyway, oh, boy. So but that's, you know, I listen to every podcast. I try, I always say that. I try to listen to every podcast and give them a listen and, you know, decide what I'm going to listen and what I'm not going to. But that's the one thing about your show is that, that, I, that, that no one else is doing that I really like. And when I find someone doing something original, it's really impressive. It doesn't happen that much. And shows like that deserve more listeners. They need to get more stuff out there. And, and it's hard to do. It's, it, it's hard Thank to you. break I out. I agree. Yes. <laughs> Of course, it you is. should. It, yeah, playing the uh, playing the social media game is hard. You know, just like waiting to like find that like magic tag or something that's like gonna be shareable to like. It's just a roll of the dice, and it can be frustrating. But you know, yeah. Then well, it's cause I, you're dealing with people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But then oh, I'm like, do, yeah, do I want more people listening? Because then I have to like interact with them. <laughs> But it's true. It's true. It's that, it's that like you you want to be you you're you're doing the show and and first you are doing it for us. Like Brandon always used to say, I don't care if no one's listening. It's fun to do the show. But eventually you're like, well, no. Well, you you want like you want to find common ground because then you get that community growing and they share ideas and then you, and you can like mock each other uh, in, in a joking way. Like you play off of it. Like someone loves a movie, someone hates it, and it, it's fun. But when it's a huge yeah. group of people, it becomes mm-hmm. overwhelming. And a lot of times, a lot of people aren't funny, but they think they're funny. And then it creates a lot of like really unnecessary drama within groups uh, because they post something or they think they're being witty and they're not being witty at all. And it just is a downward spiral. So when you have a core group of people, it's so much easier to interact and want to interact with them. A lot of self-discovery you know going care. on right there, huh? Yeah. COVID. <laughs> I blame COVID. <laughs> well, Dave mentioned um, yeah. Dave mentioned I do Rocky Horror, and it's kind of the same yeah. thing too. Like we used to, because there's you know Shadowcast across the nation, um, so our cast used to be more involved with the national community, and just so much drama, so much drama. And now I feel like we're our, our own little island in Chicago, where it's like we know people here and there, but we just stay out of everything else that's going on, and we just chill with the people that we know and that you know get us and yeah. it's much better that way i do cannibal That's... holocaust nationally i play this guy <laughs> <laughs> no speaking with parts. Yeah. Steel. it's hard with it's hard with, it's hard with center junior. center stage yeah, it's, hard, it's hard with junior jam down and throw, come back to oh boy <laughs> don't start on that don't start, <laughs> don't start on that Perth got vacuumed up this morning. Oh, please stop! Go on. I yeah. can't. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not at that oh, point yet. I can't talk about Junior in front of Holly. It, it's, you know, I'm not there yet. Jamie I've watched, watched you talk about it. That's true. You've watched it, but now you're in the in the same right here directly. It's different, right? <laughs> see, see, I am a sweet guy. I, I come off this way, but I, at the end of the day, there is that that. That little Dave Z kid is always there still, a little bit shy and withdrawn. I'm not as, you know, I come off a little bit, I don't know, maybe arrogant, maybe like braggadocious or 
you it, know, but I'm really not. What's with the Dick babies? <laughs> it's only done so far, though. See, that's the thing. There's a difference, and, and most women will tell you this, I believe. There's a difference, there's a difference between being um, confident and cocky. And I don't think I'm cocky because then it's too much. You know what I mean? Because then it's a turnoff. Like, I, I can see the wheels turning in Brandon right now. You can see, like it's like his face like lights up. Yeah, because I, I, I was thinking the exact same thing. That. Yeah, I know. There's too much going on. I'm like, come on, Brandon. Like I'm about to explode. Knowing that I've got one, but his is going to be better. So I'll let him do it. No, I got it. No, no, I got no, nothing. I, I'm just like, no, you can't do it. It's too late now. But I could just see it. You could just see it. Like, huh. it's awesome. The light bulb moment. The light bulb oh. moment for sure. So now yeah. Chicago, you when you when you're when you're doing this in Chicago, are you uh, are you like in the heart of Chicago, like downtown Chicago? It's like this big area, or are you like is it more yeah. of a suburb? Are, are, no. are you like are you like Jeremy, or are you like right in there? You know? <laughs> no, I know I'm I'm in there. I'm literally oh. it's the nickname for my neighborhood is Heart of Chicago. <laughs> really? So, okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm there. I grew up in a a suburb like. 10 minutes outside of the city but uh we yeah we're in the city now amazing man you guys get everything there you guys it's awesome oh i know right you got everything you got everything comes to to the area you you get um it's almost like being in la or new york city right you got oh man what a yeah yeah they do a lot of filming there too uh so i mean that can be annoying like on my street it's like oh you can't park here for three days cool (laughs) oh man yeah, that sucks. Now, when you so when you perform, when you do the Rocky Horror thing, first of all, when you do it, uh, wh- what type of a uh, uh, you know place is it, and and what what role do you play? It's the the Music Box Theater. You know, Music Box Productions, Music Box Films. Yeah. They own that theater, and uh, what when was it built? Like 1920s. So it's an old theater. It's gorgeous. That cast has been there since maybe like 2003 or so and music box theater has the exclusive rights to show rocky horror in the city so no other like big theater can show the movie it's it's theirs and yeah that was awesome i first saw it when i was in high school and then i was just kind of like oh my god how do i get to do this this is so cool and then i connected with friends like years later and she was just like you know, bring in an application. We need people. So here you go. And I, my primary role is Janet, but I also like to do Rocky. Wow. Oh, that's Brandon, great. Brandon, isn't your favorite movie, one of your favorite movies, the sequel to that? Or the the pseudo sequel? What, what's Hang? Uh, uh, and, Was it Shockwave? Hedvig. Hedvig. Shock treatment. Yeah. You're thinking of Hedvig. Hedvig and yeah. the Angry Inch is yeah, my favorite. Tre- yeah. Yeah. I, sh- I did a shadow cast of that one year, too. Nice. That's that's my all-time favorite. I got to see that movie. I don't know anything about it. Have you ever done it live, though, Brandon? Maybe you should do it live one time. Me? Yeah, you. (laughs) I'm not a performer. I'm barely a podcaster. No, that's the next episode, just you. Just solo. (laughs) Yeah, doing it all. Wait, wait, wait. Have you you heard him solo before? (laughs) It's like you did a bunch of coke. Through oh, the yeah. show, like you, you didn't <laughs> stop doing the coke. You're just like, I'm, I'm basically a. Some of my favorite movies. I don't do nothing. I'm basically I, from the collection. I'm from the collection. I swear, oh, he did know. it on purpose. 
It's like when you get married or something like that and you decide to fuck up ironing for the first time so that you never have to do it again. I think he fucked up editing so that I wouldn't say, hey, you're good at this. Keep doing it. But he tried. Ah, I give it to him. He tried. And he just edited too much. So I think you should try again, Brandon. I think this is I think this is the, my invite to you to to take on the task of editing one more time. All right, I got it. I'll I'll edit this show. I'm editing you right out. Actually, I'm editing that shirt off of you. You're gonna be top. You're gonna Everybody be wins. In the video. Topless. You're gonna be topless in the video. Perfect. Propping it up. Give me like a six we pack. We could take a. <laughs> we could take a month off again and do that. We could each do a solo episode and take a month. We haven't taken a month off since we went to Patreon. So we could do it, and, and we can still put out material. Everybody does a solo show Dave, again. Dave, Christian and I are looking to take 12 months off every year. Solo like, casts oh, are hard, man. Oh. Like, solo casts are crazy. Because you you uh, you tend to go a little... I mean, I, I tend to try to overproduce it. Now, some people might say, oh, that's good. You want your shows to sound good. There's sounding good, and then there's overproducing the thing until it, it, it just... You're, you there's At some point, it's a, it's a podcast. You just you, got, you release it. It's not like an album. It's it, it, it's one show. You got to put it out there. But I'll take the time. Like I was editing and and putting sound effects and, and putting music. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like at the end of the this day, is why, just this is why it. we'll never be tier four, according to Dave, because of this attitude, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, always, we'll always be tier five because of your attitude right now. No, but th- th- there's that happy media because you know your group, the people that listen to you. Everybody likes good production. Like, no one's going to say, oh, I'd rather the show sound like shit. Everybody's going to be like, no, I want the show to sound great. Excuse me. But ultimately, there's you got to find that that balance of where this is what it, this is what the show is. And, and if we suddenly started putting Watson production uh, into this, people would be what? like, what the fuck are you doing? That's not Look, we tried show. putting Watson not... in it, and people were like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I just want the soundboard. I just want that damn soundboard. I think I'd be good at that. To getting drops from the show, from from previous episodes and this and then everything else that Jeremy used on one episode of Twenty Two Shots. I wouldn't let him do it again because he went overboard. Yeah, remember? But I want one right here, and I could press the buttons throughout the show. I think it'd be great. But I don't know how to get one of those things. We're also our own soundboard. I think we do that anyway. <laughs> pretty much, we always go top notch, top notch. It's a one take fucker. All you want to add anything like? Throwing your yeah, own. I would get. I would just get too button happy if I had one. It'd be every every single second, just boom, boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> but the, you know, here's the problem. I think I would too. But by the time I found the button and was ready to pre- press it, the opportunity passed thirty seconds ago. <laughs> like you said, button happy. I'm like, oh yeah, button. Where's that Willy Wonka thing? <laughs> button, button. Who's got the button? You know what I mean? And by the time I find it and press it, oh, you, we're on to something like else. Five jokes later. <laughs> right. That's just that I can't. I have all these ideas Last in my track. head about samples. I, I used, you know, I listen to all this, this hip hop and stuff, and I've been saying it for years. I'll watch a movie or I'll be something. I'll even have a discussion. That's how fuck I'm nuts. Like I can have a discussion with somebody, and I might say something, or they might say something, and one that said something else goes off in my head, and it's a line, it's a drop, it's from a movie or it's something. Like you can say anything to me, and I could kick back a song lyric or a line from a movie. That, that would relate directly to it. And I, I see it as like this art form that's untapped. Like when you listen to hip hop, you get a drop in, in a certain, during a song. And I, I listen to stuff and I watch this. I'm like, man, that would be a great sample to put here. And I always get that idea, but it's like, you know, I don't know if it's a talent, but it's like a waste of 
my brain energy or something because sounds like a real um, waste and, and our listeners time evidently too. yeah <laughs> it's hard to explain but when your mind's constantly going blah, 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 it, it's just i don't know it's hard to explain it's like a rolodex it's just like something mm-hmm. just like pops and it's like oh this fits yeah. it never a rolodex is shit I just, but I did. I have that exact same Rolodex excrement. Yeah. We won't get into it. We've had two shows full of that. We got to be. No. We, we got to be excrement free. This show. No much. I, I learned a lot. A lot about you guys. Oh. I, I don't even want to. I learned wait, way too we much. Have a, Wait, there are some questions we've got to ask. The, 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 the obvious, not not about that, not about that, because it was a oh, weird no, kind of no. segue into that. Yeah, do you ever <laughs> use the roll of toilet paper? And, 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 no, that's not the question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's going to be a new one, though, that we got to add. And everybody, I guarantee sorry, everybody's going to be like, Dave, no. No. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm not even going to get into it. Christian's become Again. a ventriloquist. His voice is talking when he's not now. I don't even know what's going on. It's freaking me out. It's my, I don't know. There's been a leg lately on my end. Leg. But no, we've got to ask a question, Holly. Rocky 4 or Nightmare on Elm Street 2? Are you a Rocky fan at all? I'm not big, but I would go... Cutter Mike. Nightmare. Yes! Nightmare. Cut the feed. Cut the feed. I was anticipating and I forgot to ask her. And I knew if it, if it did come up, she'd go Nightmare. I just knew it. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I could, I enjoy the Rocky films. I will watch them, but um, replay value, Nightmare. Nightmare 2. Yes. There you go. See, I'm telling you. It, somebody put this thing up on Twitter a couple of days ago, and it said Rocky 2 or Rocky 4. And it was, it was pretty much down the middle. But the more I heard people talk about Rocky 4 that didn't like it, the more I thought they were making good points. They were, you know what somebody brought up? They said, there's no Bill Conti score in it. There's none of the music from Rocky 1, 2, and 3, the score, that epic stuff is in Rocky 4. One more reason. And there's someone, and again, this isn't me. I just waited and I said what I said. I said something about Rocky 2 is a better film. It has drama and this and that. It is all this stuff where I consider Rocky 4 a fun popcorn flip with a bunch of montages. You know what I mean? And I wasn't knocking. I'm just saying 2 is the better movie. But... I was seeing other people weigh in. They had the same feelings I had. They were talking about it's one big montage. It's this, it's that. It so I was like, it's, it's, it's I'm not the only one. Again, I'm not knocking it. I enjoy it. No, I, I love Rocky 2 as well. Is, part 2 is the better film, but part 4 is still my favorite. It's, it's that, so ethically it, cheese. Yeah. It, everything yeah. about it. It's just, it's just to the, like again, it's that crank to 11. Spinal Tap is what I was going with. It's Spinal Tap crank to 11 sort of thought process when it comes to Rocky Four. It's just it's just everything like cranked up. They give you just a taste of drama, but he scales it back. He edits it right down. Wait, so you just get I to the fight that. scenes. A taste of what? Drama. Did I? Oh, okay. I want to just. I, I was I was getting tired for can a I, second. You... You, you were like drama. I was like, <laughs> Dream. I say that, I say that at home too, and I'm just gonna fucking destroy you. Uh, right, forget Rocky Two, uh, Nightmare Two, or Rocky Four. Phil Fonda Caro or Warwick Davis. Just, just making a little small talk. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, Sorry. Wow, wowzers, wow. Uh, I didn't know who that was, yeah. Phil Fonda. I didn't know where, even where you were going. Wow, that was just oh. small talk. Yes. We, we got it the first a, time. I had, bravo. I had, to, I had to set up the joke, Dave. 
I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody's name. I had to look up his name. I couldn't remember his name. I knew it was Phil something. I had to look it up. I'm like, I oh, I don't know if you would have said Hervé Villachez. That's what I would have said. That's you awesome. Who? Oh, Hervé. Yeah, from... Uh, yeah, Tattoo. Get played. Get played. You know? Yeah. yeah. Did you ever see oh, Airplane 2? Yeah. Yes. And not the second one. It's oh, not. Nowhere there's this one scene and they're on the plane bugging out and, the, and, and one um one flight attendant says to the other, she goes, she goes, I sure could use a little breather. And then they turn and then they look at there breathing. <laughs> I love For that. For the look, when I was a kid, and just to goes to show you that I, I never really 100% paid attention, I always thought that was called Airplane 2, The Squeal. Squeal. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's deliverance too. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! He's on his A game today, Holly. He came on a good show. Those are two yeah. great jokes in a row. Oh my god, I'm dying. I need a breather. A little breather. Yeah, where is he? Where's her name? Shit. What is oh, your no. favorite? What would you say is your favorite uh, series of all the major franchises? What would you say your favorite is? I go back and forth on this a lot, but Halloween. And what do you go back and forth on? Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street. And Nightmare, okay. Yeah, Halloween. I just i I think it's because I grew up watching them a lot more too. So there's a lot of nostalgia in there. Because when I was little, there was a you know like a small mom and pop video store that you know I was ten years old and able to walk to by myself. You know, and not have the cops called on me. And um, the people there, they were really cool. And they're like, oh yeah, you want to rent these r-rated horror movies that's fine so i've watched a lot of cool stuff and well a lot of like you know crappy 90s movies too like i watched the dentist a lot there was a movie called daddy's girl and it was just like you know they were always there so just you know rent over and over so i would watch halloween four and five a lot too yeah i'm i'm uh (laughs) halloween five forgive this i think I, i i could see some good qualities within that film considering a lot of people have it at the bottom of the of the heap but i do like it brandon of course is a huge halloween fan do you find that there's too many pumpkins on the porch in halloween 2018 or or is it like just enough like no i want my house needs to be like that little girl from trick-or-treat like just everywhere everywhere like 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 any respected horror fan like that that's what you you would want see like <laughs> i don't know why i had a bl- I, I had the mom and pop stores too i loved going to them but for some reason i never rented halloween as a kid i i don't know why i oh. grew up on nightmare and friday i've said this a million times because you hate re- pumpkins no i don't remember the first <laughs> the time i saw halloween i don't remember the first time i remember the first time i saw halloween three because i was like what did i just watch is this a joke Where, where's the guy from the other halloweens yeah yeah. That was last week. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm not getting into it with the pumpkins. Okay, let me ask no, you about right. this. I'm going to ask you a serious question. If if this October, one day you woke up in the morning, you came downstairs, you're getting ready to leave, whatever, you're getting ready to leave your place, and somebody out of the goodness of their heart, maybe listeners of the podcast that were close to you, got together and you had like 30 pumpkins and they were caught, they looked beautiful. I mean, just so well done lit what would your reaction be i would be very grateful as i smash each and every single one of them to pieces <laughs> no i don't get me wrong i love the look i love the look but it felt like by the time it got to that part 
it was just like, why can't you establish a feel to this film that feels Halloween? It just felt forced. That's the only reason why I complain about that. Oh. Not because it's a million pumpkins. Of course it looks beautiful. And I so love trick or treat. Okay. So there's no limit to pumpkins. Like in 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 your in your home, you're not gonna say, Well, you know, three's the limit. I don't want ten pumpkins on my on my porch. There's no pumpkin limit. Oh, there's not. Oh there's not a pumpkin limit. Oh, we're learning more and more about you today. Four and a yeah. half max, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, and- that's that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly yeah. where you're going. I knew <laughs> Bingo, bingo. That was hilarious. Crazy. I saw I, again. You can, I just see it now. If I'm just looking at him and not trying to crack wise myself, it's beautiful. This is why the visual is important. You can just see him like, uh, oh, yeah. And the last, the last question: Nightmare on Film Street, Nightmare on Fear Street, or Nightmare on Fifth Street? I'm just. Kidding. You don't have to answer that one. <laughs> Fierce. It's called fierce, not fear, by the way. Oh, fear? Ah, whatever. Who gives a... Well, fear or fierce? Fierce. Fierce Street. You guys both said fear. Fear Street reason. is better. Fear yeah. Street is better than I fierce. I got fear. Yeah. Well, let me tell you about Fear Street. Guess what happened now? They're so I... fierce. No, listen, lucky bastards. They lucky. they were on the Bloody Disgusting podcast. They they were got the, they got to hang out with the Bloody Disgusting crew. Um, which uh, I know that my, my friend is on there, Xena, uh, you know, the real queen. I don't know who the warrior is. I'm sorry. Who's the Xena, the warrior princess? Yeah. The Bloody Disgusting podcast is obviously on the Bloody Disgusting network, okay? Which is the biggest network there, there could be for. So listen to what happened. Because of what went down and because Nightmare on Fierce Street, Fierce, wrote that article that, that got the uh, film street, you know, taken off the network. They, the hosts of that show, were invited on the Bloody Disgusting podcast for an episode. So now they get all this publicity, all because somebody talks shit about them. So I hope, I want, I, I want somebody to talk shit about me. I want somebody that's a higher up, a Bloody Disgusting or anyone. They can say whatever they want to me. They could, they could message me and say, um, you know, all Italians are scumbags. They could say, um, you know, Jeez. white men that are married to black women are race traitors. They could say uh, mulatto children are, are the devil's spawn. They could say whatever the fuck they want. Whatever they say, I want somebody to offend me so I can be put in a position like that. I'm willing to, to let that happen. I didn't to, hear to, anything yeah. offensive just now, did you? <laughs> <laughs> well, it wouldn't offend me. I can't be offended. That's the difference. You know what? I, I'll anonymously write to the bloody disgusting crew and tell them about your... Uh... Your toilet paper roll situation about your mud flaps, <laughs> and trust me, they will shame you for that. Yeah, because <laughs> you can marry fifty black women and have fifty mixed children, and nothing's going to be as disturbing as that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or as offensive. <laughs> they could say, "Yeah, they talk about fecal matter on their show. You guys are disgusting." But then. Well, then I could use that bloody disgusting. I go, they call me disgusting. You're on the bloody disgusting. Ne- I don't know. I, how, about I want a sp- how about a spoof on Family thing. Matters called Fecal Matters, and it's just Urkel shitting himself going, did I do that? <laughs> and it's just called Fecal Matters. It could be uh, oh. a segment of the movie. Okay. It's yeah, so funny. It's it, a, it's a Jason Smith reached, texted me, and I think it's just hilarious. He's like, why does Dave get mad at movies with the silliest shit, yet Every idea he has for your movie is the stupidest, silliest shit. <laughs> Hold up. Hold up. Because I said that stupid shit sells. 
I don't like it, but I know that other people like it. I've been saying that when I say I go. That's why I said release the Wawas. How fucking ridiculous! I don't. I don't find it funny, but I know that if we put that on film. People will be quoting that like they quote Hunky Boy in that bullshit. People like that stupid shit. Not me. I'm a marketer. I know how to market to people that like that stuff. I don't like that stuff. But the first movie is a jump off. We're just trying to make money. So we make some money with the first movie. Then the second movie, we could do what we want to do. Or maybe if we make enough profit. You know what I mean? So the first one is a foot in the door. There's no Let's profit. Put out the... he's, already, he's already counting the, uh, the box yeah. office from the first <laughs> I just want to make a, a good movie. That's all Dave's I'm saying. Dave's a realist. He's playing the game. Thank you. Exactly. You have to. You dip your toe. You get in there, and and, and you you get you get your foot in the door, right? And Ow. this is the stupid shit people like. I've come to realize that people like that dumb comedy that I happen to not like. Obviously, look at everyone loves Psycho Gorman, but me. So it's like, okay, obviously this shit sells. Okay, I did be- love it. Yeah, you're right. You didn't. I, you're like me. So this stuff sells, and I've realized this about horror fans. So why not? And it's and I always brag. Oh, it's so easy to do. I could write that. Well, this is gonna prove it. You know what I mean? We're, we can make this movie. It's full of stupid, shitty skits that are, that are you know in jokes. But it's like I think people would like that because people like stupid shit. So I still think it's stupid. But if if I'm gonna make money off it, just like this bloody disgusting. Uh, you know what I mean? You can offend me. Nobody wants to be offended or, or have someone attack them. But if it's going to lead to my show being on Bloody Disgusting, offend me the fuck all you want. That's all I'm trying to say. I, I think about things from a different perspective, I guess. So Jason Smith, he did message me. I got a message from Jason Smith and from Chris, a.k.a. Scott, uh, pertaining to, and this goes back to Halloween 4, Sasha. There is a male Sasha, and I know of him very well. well not very well, but I, I know two movies of his very well. And it completely slipped my mind. So, Holly, being a Halloween fan, do you know who I'm talking about? I don't. Okay, that's all right. It's again, I know when I'm watching the movie, when I see the opening credits, and then I don't think about it anymore. His name, I'm gonna go right to. I, I gotta go to these two messages that that were sent to me. It's funny because first I got it from Chris. He sent it to me on um, whatever May 17th. Sasha Jensen. He's uh, he's an actor, a male. He played what's his name? Um, I want to say Brady. Oh, was it Brady? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he, yeah. He, yep. The boyfriend. Yes, it he was, was in Brady. Days and Confused. Yeah, and he was he was in Days and Confused, a movie that honestly I've seen Days and Confused so many times. I've probably seen it more than Halloween Four, and I've seen Halloween Four a shit ton. But I saw Days and Confused ten times in the theater when it played in its initial run. That's how many times I've seen that movie just right off the bat. My friends and I used to just freaking go and get high. Like, Let's go watch Dazed. And then we would go watch it. And, and you know, it was playing get out like five and watch Dazed. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, those were the times, man. So, yeah, Sasha Jensen. So I've been proven wrong. There is a male sh- okay. Sasha. We know. And it's definitely not Sasha. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, S-A-S. Bless your heart for bringing that up. <laughs> Maybe I should look that up. Maybe Sacha. it's called Sasha. Sasha. We all fall down. What the fuck are you talking about, David? Sasha. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, okay, but, okay, hold on now. Just let's step back. Holly, have you ever known a male Sasha in your personal life? My personal life, no, but I feel like I have, before 
knowing Sasha Baron Cohen. I feel like I have heard that as a male name. I have personally not known any. Okay. So that means four of us right now. None of us have ever known a Sasha personally. Male. No. Okay. Kurt, so no. that's why I mean, it's a, it's a common mistake. I just didn't, I never heard of it. Again, obviously I heard of this Sasha Jensen cat. I just, you know. He's a cat. All, <laughs> yeah, he's so in this box. So lucky. Did you steal him too? <laughs> <laughs> that's my next cat. Cat number five is going to come in the door. I'm going to name him Sasha if it's a guy. No, Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> or Sasha. Excuse me. He's such an asshole, you know? Name him Sriracha. <laughs> Sriracha. <laughs> You're right, sir. You're right. <laughs> it's got it's to be done. Although, no more cats. I'm sorry. I love my cats. Uh, the fourth one is a part-timer, but it, it's been a long time. So, enough's enough. Why do you think they're upstairs vacuuming for an hour? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's cat related. The, uh, there's a cat stuck in the vacuum? <laughs> they, they oh, that's a sound. Yeah. <laughs> goddamn cat out. Funny. Well, you know, it is it is a challenge with Lucky too because he's deaf. So any other animal, household pet, you bring a, a vacuum around him, they run away. Lucky, he'll sit right on the damn thing. He don't give a shit. He finds it fun. You it's know, it's vibrating. He, rides. You know what I mean? he wants rides across the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a real challenge having a deaf animal. Sorry, it is. It's great, but I mean, it, it's it's things that you're used to with other animals. It it doesn't resonate with him. You know, it's just like okay. It's hard to sign without opposable thumbs for him. I heard. <laughs> too, too soon. I was gonna be. It's funny. It's so bad that I was gonna make a sign. I'm glad you cracked it first. Got the reaction that you did. It just. <laughs> that joke was. That joke should have been for you though, since. <laughs> And she'd sell the hearing aids. Yeah. Oh man. And our brand is in one of the movies today, which was which was shocking. I just turned up like couldn't believe it. But we'll get to it. We'll get to it because I don't want to jump to that. Uh... That little thing it looked like a string. I couldn't even when it first happened in the movie, when they said you have a hearing aid, I thought that something had happened to her in the movie and somebody put it there. And it was some type of uh thing to like measure something or or, or you know, like a I don't know what when I first saw it. And the guy pointed out, the girl pointed out, she goes, oh, my God, you have a hearing aid. You're faulty or whatever the hell she said when she was bugging out. <laughs> whatever she said. You're faulty? <laughs> I don't know. It was around those yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it didn't look, when I picture a hearing aid, I don't recall seeing a freaking big thing, like a, you know, a wire that, that's visible. Usually it's just something inside. Again, we'll get to that when we get to it. That, that's another movie. But I, when it happened. You. Oh, great. Bye. This is where the real life comes into uh, podcast life, and I get to. Yeah. I will not talk about. Well, I, I probably will. Knowing me, I'll probably go on a tangent. Just cut me off when, when it comes to time. All right, stop. I tell you. <laughs> I love him. I love on him a so side much. note. <laughs> on a Satcha note? I, I can't stand. A side note, I can't stand when podcasts, when, when hosts happen to have like information about something because they deal with it in their real life and they watch the movie and they go, well, there's no way that would happen, so I don't like this movie. When they're talking, like, for example, like, you with a hearing aid. Let's say there was something involving hearing aids in a horror movie and they blew up, whatever the hell, and you were one of these guys that was going to come in and say, well, I work with a company that does this for hearing aids and the way they're manufactured, that wouldn't happen. It couldn't, you know, and you wouldn't do that watching a horror movie. But you, you did you it with people under with... the stairs when Spencer went in to read the meter. He's like, no, that meter would have been on the outside of the house. He never I... would have gone in in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> I said it is fun. I didn't critique the film for it. 
I'm just teasing. Yeah, there's a difference. <laughs> I don't even yes. remember that. I don't think I didn't think he did it at all, but he said he did. <laughs> I was just making a I'm just making a joke. I don't actually think he did. <laughs> <laughs> I like that like, you just accepted it though, Dave. Yeah, he's like, I didn't mean it like that. I was just like, none of this ever happened. This was just. I don't want to be. I don't want to be a hypocrite. So I was like, well, hold on, mate. I'm defensive. I'm so fucking Hilarious. defensive. Oh, I'm afraid of making anybody mad. That that that's what I've come to. But um, do you know what I'm talking Sorry, about? Guys. People do podcasts and they're like. You know, oh, because so you're willing to excuse everything else, but just because you happen to deal in that particular situation in your life, you're going to critique the movie. Meanwhile, we know there's just no way machete can a machete cannot cut a head off. It would not go through the bone. I mean, maybe there are some machetes that it can, but people know this. You excuse it, like in this in the collector movies. There's tons of things that, as as a fan of them of these type of movies. I'm just going to excuse. There's other things I'm going to critique, yes, but I'm like, well, it, it's a movie. I'm not, I'm not going to think too deep on it, but that's something that always gets me when people do that, just because they deal with it in, like, real life. Like, did you guys know that, like, you, and this has been happening in movies for years, that my, my stepfather's a fireman, so he told me this, and I never knew this myself until two years ago, but do you know, and you see it in movies all the time, you cannot strike a match and throw it in the air and have it go in the air and land on gasoline and it starts a fire. That in real life that doesn't work. And we see it all the time in movies. He says that doesn't work. He goes put, put gas out, gasoline on the floor, light a match, throw it in the air, have it land. That doesn't happen. It, it can't ignite that way. Yet, for years we've we've just accepted it. We don't really? know. But yeah, I think would've... I've seen it happen in life. <laughs> I don't know. He told me it can't happen. Why would he bullshit? He was the chief of the fire police. Well, the fire maybe police. Ba- maybe it was a he bad was chief. Of <laughs> chief hey, of the fire police. Hey, hey, fire! You're under arrest. <laughs> Did you know that you can't handcuff fire? <laughs> How do you I'm take a... it in for questioning? Yeah. <laughs> you're coming with me. Get in the back of the car. Don't burn the seats. Oh. <laughs> no <laughs> smoking here. <laughs> Wow. Man, find him with those torches like in Frankenstein and shit. All right, they'll eat him into the back of the car. Go, go. <laughs> I'm telling you, he told me this, but if I, if I, even if I were the chief of the fire department and I was doing a movie review on a podcast, I wouldn't critique that. Say, oh, wow, that, that would never happen. I, this movie, this is ridiculous. I can't even entertain that idea. But some people, you do hear it. Listen for it. People uh, are on podcasts, hosts, and whatever their profession is, this and that. They'll they'll nitpick stuff like that only because they have an inside track. But meanwhile, you can find probably every horror movie somebody from a different line of work that could come and say, you know what, that's really not possible. But why do that? You know, if you can accept any action movie, I mean, come on, there's nothing more far fetched than action flicks, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> you just thought that maybe the the match wouldn't stay lit the whole time as it traveled through the air. <laughs> Chris is gonna try it later and burn well, down its own name. No, because of course <laughs> you 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 put a flame to gasoline, it ignites. No question. So I'm just trying to figure out what what the chief of the fire to police was fucking talking about. <laughs> okay. Next time I see him, I'll ask him directly. Yeah. Maybe I messed it up, but I I'm telling you, he told me that a couple of years ago. That yeah. things they do in movies with unless Nah, nobody maybe, throws a lighter. Maybe he's saying never throw a lit match at a pile of gasoline <laughs> yeah. on the floor. Maybe that's all he was telling yeah. you. Don't. Yeah. You'll 
burn down the whole fucking neighborhood. He, he, thought, he felt the need to tell me that, by the way. I feel the need to tell you that now, too, actually. I, I think a lot of people will feel the need to tell you this. <laughs> I hope it's proven wrong that this is actually true, that you could burn. Again, I'm just relaying the message that the fire chief told me. What can I tell you? He said it doesn't work. Like, I mean, when I was in school, we watched a guy. Now, this was he poured gasoline down the side of a street towards a car. We're like, what the fuck's happening? Because it's not like we're in a bad area or anything like that. We're like, why are we watching this and seeing this? We're calling the fire department. And he's lighting it. And then he lit a match and dropped it down. And it, it definitely went up in flames. When Dave stepfather ah. showed up, did he try to convince you there was no fire? Even <laughs> though the whole place was burning? Like, no, nah, this didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. There's, no There's no fire here. Uh, sir, we're, I, we're looking for that. I think I figured it out. I think there's a possibility I'm wrong here. I yeah. think what he told me was this. It was throwing a cigarette or ashing a fucking cigarette or a cigar, doing one of those to start a uh, fire, gasoline on the floor, which you do see in movies. That yeah. doesn't work. I think they that's flick, Or works. they flick a lit uh, a lit cigarette there. Uh, yes. and that, and I, maybe, yeah, because most likely the it would be doused out. Uh, instead of actually igniting. That's probably, that I can That's, see being yeah. legit. But, it, but an open flame. <laughs> but if it's you a throw cigarette. a whole sealed pack of cigarettes at it, it'll just, it, the whole thing will explode. So when I go home, all right, kids, we're going to do a science experiment. Come on. Let's burn down this neighborhood. Everything you've been taught about fire safety is a myth now. Just with Dave's one <laughs> statement of like a flame will not ignite yeah. gasoline. Fire will not ignite gasoline. <laughs> the fire police said so. <laughs> the Imagine fire police are coming for you, Dave. <laughs> the fire police. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. I'm Please do you. not try that. Anybody. <laughs> no. Imagine try the cigarette did. thing. Yeah. <laughs> What if somebody was listening to the show and they believed in my word that much? They said, oh, man, this Dave Z never, never steered me wrong. I'm going to do it right now. That's the first mistake. <laughs> never You're right about that. I admit that. Oh, I'm sorry. It was the cigarette flip. That's what it was, not the match. Okay. Yeah. But you do see that in movies a shitload with, with the cigarette or the ash. Yeah, Robocop of, comes to mind off the top of my head. There you Flicks go. A slit cigarette there. I'm glad we worked that out because, man, who knows? Whew, shit. Glad we worked that out. Have we actually worked anything out? We still have two theories that are kind of just dangling. Well, no. Don't do the match. Do do the cigarettes. No, don't do the cigarette either. Why? You know what? Who knows? You do realize that people have fallen asleep with a cigarette. There's been no gasoline, and the house has gone up in flames. I'm figuring if there's a bit of gasoline around, it's not helping the situation. Oh, so that's it. If you fall asleep with a cigarette in your mouth, make sure you you pour gasoline on your lap beforehand. <laughs> so this way, if it falls Save in your lap, it will not. <laughs> oh, thank God for the gasoline. Who knew? I just kept a water beside me all this time. All I do is to dust myself. Hold on, I gotta gasoline. go get my safety gasoline. <laughs> Tell that to those monks that lit themselves on fire. Okay. Well, sorry, sorry, you shouldn't sorry. be doing it. They shouldn't be littering anyway. That would be littering, throwing your cigarette. So, so don't throw it. I take it back. Don't throw the cigarette. Put it out in an ash. Do something with it. Don't throw Shit. it on the floor anyway. The floor, I say. The, the Except ground, that John Rhodes, feel free to try it with a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, have you ever gone in someone's just house and there's cigarette butts on the floor, by chance? I have not. I'm just curious. I have no. not either. No. Me neither. However, I, there are houses people, you go in, and there's cat poop on the floor. And I know this because of uh, stories I've heard for the company I work for. You know, it's electric and gas, and we have to go into people's houses and you know go into their basement to uh, for repair or whatever to check their meters or whatnot. And somebody was telling me a story the other day. That some people have like 20 cats, and they freaking they're real lazy, and there's just cat turns all over the place on the floor, everything. They should be yeah. damming them up with toilet roll holders. <laughs> <laughs> Damn cats. Shit on my floor. <laughs> I won't even discuss the toilet paper roll anymore. Apparently, I'm the only one that thought it. But what's wrong with being safe? It's better safe than sorry. Like Jason Smith said it yesterday, too. He said the same thing. Many times I've used the facilities and I've gone right to the shower. Okay, that's fine, without wiping. Okay. I just, I don't know. I just, like, again, I'm just, I'm just being safe. I'm covering my ass. Literally. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. Literally. <laughs> And figuratively, both. I'm on it. I'm just like, I don't want to be the guy to take the chance. I'll say it again. Maybe I'm too cautious, but I've had bad luck in different different areas. You know what you what get, did I come you... from? Is sorry. It's like, what chance? Like, what are you? What chance are you taking? What's so bad down there that there's a chance of something happening? Yeah, you ang- you angered I don't know. Christian so much that he went into a different realm there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> You were like, I don't know, the the whole mic was warping and everything, but it was oh, it was funny. It that? added to the anger. This is oh, serial like kill. This is serial killer stuff, Dave. This is serial killer stuff. This is the oh. stuff you read in books, like Dahmer was doing this when he was a child. It's just like wiping your nose. You could blow your nose, or your nose could be running, and you could do nothing about it, and then go wash your face instead, or go and take a shower, or you could take a Kleenex. And freaking wipe. I, you do take a Kleenex and wipe. I don't take the box though and shove it yeah, up my nostrils. And what if I do the whole show like this? Like, <laughs> just want to be safe. <laughs> Continue. I'm just saying, if you had no Kleenex around, there could be a makeshift thing to use in the meantime, just for a moment until you get to the Kleenex box. He'll use, that ra- he'll use that Raptors banner in the background. Oh, I might as well this year. Yeah. Now, Dave, what we're going to do now- is. Instead of instead of the toilet paper rolls, we're gonna get you those giant band aids from Doctor Giggles, and you can wear them like sanitary pads. <laughs> Just cover cover from back to front. This way, nothing leaks. I'll tell you what. I'm changing my lifestyle today. It's Thank changed. God. Next time that happens, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wing it. I'm just gonna free bird it, and whatever <laughs> happens, happens. And if something does happen, I'm gonna be a little upset. I'm gonna be on this podcast. To everyone that, that made a fool of me, I'm going to say, see? See what happens? Like I always tell to my daughter. See what happens? Look, well, you know? my intestines fell out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But that's it. If it happens again, so be it. I'm just... But, okay, one more thing here. There's another thing. <laughs> I, you said something thing? last time. And this is not about that. This is not about that stuff at all. This is not going to be a shit show again. I promise you. It's not that. Um... <laughs> Christian said, you said that you get up and you walk over to the, uh, you know, a cupboard or a pantry or where, wherever your toilet paper is stored. Pantry. Okay? <laughs> <In> the kitchen. <laughs> oh, don't, don't mind me, honey. <laughs> I don't know what they're called. You said Those the kitchen was a the... fucking... I, I put like a frying pan. <laughs> <laughs> 
toilet hallway. You open a door, there's shelves in there, and there's, there's toilet paper, there, there's towels. There's, yeah, there's that's a linen closet. <laughs> Whatever, fuck it. It's a, a pantry, pantry of linen. Pantry. Bathroom pantry. Thank uh, you. Security insults. Put some security insults on my <laughs> asshole. Linen. <laughs> What the fuck's a linen? I don't even know what linen is. Uh, I'm not that fucking. With your sheets, your towels, your toiletries. Oh, okay. Either way, whatever it is you walk to. Mine, like I just said, is in my hallway. I'm naked. I'm getting ready to go in the shower. Now, I have my daughter lives in the house. I'm not just going to get up naked, you know what I mean, and walk around to this thing. Dick dangling. My daughter's in the house. I mean, come on. I'm sure she's less disturbed with you with a toilet paper roll hanging out of your ass. I would come up behind you and blow smoke up that thing. I'd literally be blowing smoke up your ass. Oh, man. Well, that's it. See? You know, you can't walk out there naked. You can't get dressed, well, can you? Our closet's within the washroom, so I guess I just lock out that way. We have a closet actually in the washroom. Or there's cabinets underneath. We do pantry. too. We have <laughs> a closet a pantry in the washroom. A walk-in pantry in the washroom. We have plenty. <laughs> we have plenty in the washroom. But if I'm out, like there are instances where, again, I get wrenched. The stuff that that's used in there is not there. That's why I have my own one hidden in my closet in my bedroom. I have a, a toilet paper hidden in there in a plastic bag up in the right-hand corner that my wife it's doesn't know about. It's just in case I get boned. But here's the deal. I can't just get up naked because the cats open the, the, the bedroom door as well. And again, my daughter's bedroom is across the hallway. I'm not going to have my daughter walk in and see me walking around naked with a, a piece of, with or without a piece of cardboard in my ass cheeks looking for something, looking for this thing in my closet. So that's the reason. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, uh, yeah, that's all good points. I just, uh, like I said, the put yeah. one in the in All the good bowl. points, none making by Dave, but. <laughs> I didn't get off the topic. Either. Yeah, great, great points. <laughs> uh, but again, I, I'm going to concede. I'm going to concede here. Next time that happens to me, I'm going to go free bird. Whatever happens, happens. And maybe nothing will happen. Hopefully it won't. But I just, now I'm changing my lifestyle. Just because apparently something's wrong with it. <laughs> everyone everyone laughed at me. You know? <laughs> so, They're all going to laugh at you. I'm going to conform. Yep. Instead of throwing tampons at him, let's throw empty toilet paper rolls at him. <laughs> plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it, yeah, plug it. Dave, when when I when I go back to the theater for Rocky Horror, if we get to the point of throwing toilet paper again, I'm just gonna collect it and send it to you. <laughs> this is going in our movie. Yeah. This is going in our movie. <laughs> You don't mind doing full frontal nudity, do you, Dave? Uh, you can money, warm it up yeah. before we, we hit action. <laughs> I'll do anything for money. That's different. You have to no, have a but, You know, I'm down. <laughs> no, Holly, you know what you should do? If the, if the, if you still can't use toilet paper at Rocky Horror, you guys should just throw the empty rolls. <laughs> I thought about it. We're trying to do think it. up ideas. <laughs> do it and put exploding heads logos on, on it. Like, yeah. He's going to promote our line. podcast he before her podcast. He sent me a text that had the exploding head sticker on it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on it. I'm on it. Yeah. We should do that. Hey, Could you imagine of, that? Instead of marketing our own podcast, why don't we market exploding heads? <laughs> like, I get to see how he's like, what the fuck are you thinking? Like, what? Guys, I got a great idea. Yeah. Hear me out. <laughs> Hear me out. I won't promote us at all. At all. It'll but exploding great. heads, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one on each side. Movie three stickers. 
Beyond the Springs. <laughs> There's two sides to these things. <laughs> it's a genius idea. Think about this. It's, it's comedy and it's a podcast. If we go to like a, uh, what do you call it? Um, a convention. We should just load up with freaking those empty toilet rolls and put exploding head stickers on them and just throw them everywhere. You know, it'll definitely be memorable. People will see that. You're going to remember. You're going to see a hundred podcasts marketing their shit, but you're, you're going to remember the one that randomly had toilet freaking empty toilet rolls with your thing on it. Don't you think? Yes. No, I would. I would. I mean, come on. Who were those assholes that were throwing toilet paper? Oh, exploding heads. Oh, let's see. Maybe they're funny. I don't know. You know? Who were those assholes? Let me see if they're fine. <laughs> nope, they're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> give it, hey, give us two episodes at least <laughs> before making your decision. Uh, if you had to say what, what what is one of your favorite episodes that you've done? Can you? I, I hate when people ask me this question because I have so many that I, I kind of remember <laughs> that were funny. And Brandon always you. brings up ones that are, are, are like, whenever Brandon answers it or, or Dave answers, I'm like, shit, those ones are good too. So it's always difficult. But if you had to pick. Like your top two episodes of the show you've done. Do you, do you have two favorites? Um, off the top of my head, uh, one where we talked to my friend Emily. We brought her on because she's a therapist. So like one, uh, we had her on a couple times and we were talking about deep dives. She's just so chill and fun to listen to. You know, it's not like funny, like amp, like high energy episode, but she's just so fun to listen to because she's got that nice soothing therapy voice. And uh, when we <laughs> when we get like all manic and like off the rails, she's just like you know she she's oh. fun to talk to. What was another one? Oh, I really no, I didn't like that one. I listened to we did Frank and we <laughs> recently, yeah, and then I yeah. I listened to it and I was like, oh no, I don't like to hear myself talk that much. Didn't like that. <laughs> That's how I feel about I think, Christian. Yeah, I, well, I feel like that too. I when I do go through the show, I'm like, holy fuck, I don't shut up. It's when you don't make a point, when you don't shut up, and then you realize, I don't think I made a point in there. That's where I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. But I keep yeah. it in. But I, I just ramble, in. warts and all. Just ramble, yeah. yeah. But what? So what episode was the one with with uh, Holly? It was not Holly. Uh, Emily. <laughs> Emily. Emily. She, she's on all of them. <laughs> it's her show. Emily. I corrected myself. I you tend to be God on forbid, all of them. Yeah. Say, <laughs> God forbid you say one thing wrong. Just you flub up like cinema, cinematography or something like that. <laughs> like ram it down your throat for shows to come. Anyway, Emily, what episode was Emily on? I'm sorry. Um, Putting you on the spot. I feel bad. I can't remember. She was on uh, a couple months ago. I can't even remember. So but. everybody listened to the whole back catalog to find yes, that Yes, exactly. Bottom Listen line. to every <laughs> single one. <laughs> I'll tell you what, what I liked the most was a show where they discussed originals and remakes of the same films, but, but only from the, uh, only not about the films themselves as a whole, but it was about the, the practical effects of the original Versus the um, you know the way they did it in the remake CGI okay. and stuff like that and did comparisons. I thought that was a great idea for a show and uh, I really you enjoyed wanted to it. Steal it. it. It's I think you wanted to steal that. Yeah, one. yeah. That was uh, <laughs> that was the month where yeah we were focusing on special effects for that yeah. month and uh, we had my biological sister on because she's a makeup artist as she does special effects and nice. that because I've only recently met my birth sister like a couple years ago. I still haven't seen her in person. We're like so close, but she was on for that episode. She, yeah, check that out. She's really cool. I, 
I was so amazed when I first met her and like started talking to her. I was like, we're the same person. We are the same person. Just like so in in love with horror since the womb and we're just the same. But you didn't know that until two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just cool. recently met her. Yeah. She was That's awesome. eight, eight or nine when I was born. And then I was adopted as a child, as a newborn. So yeah, just never knew about each other. Never knew what we, each other were, was like. And we're both into like every single thing the same. So great. That, that's so yeah. cool. Should do a wow. show just so, on that. I know. I know. Right. <laughs> totally. Now, how close are you in age? Um, she's about um, eight or nine years older than me. Okay. Bath, Bath has done our forte on this show. But <laughs> <laughs> oh. she was eight or nine, I was born. I heard it. <laughs> oh, did she? I'm yeah. sorry. I, I had to, well, hold on. I had a distraction. I, I, there was I, wrench action over here, and I had to mute I it. didn't hear it, Dave, oh, and I didn't have wrench action. Yeah. I didn't hear it either. I heard two. I heard two years, and I just immediately thought of a two-year age gap. <laughs> See? See? Oh, and episode so one forty-five will be uh, special effects, original versus remake. With guest our Emily. I can give you our month's plan so that you guys can structure your shows. <laughs> We have no plan, so that'd be great. Actually, that'd be fantastic. Frankenweenies <laughs> yeah. next too. Yes, man. Imagine that. Imagine if somebody. Oh wait, no. Forget. We've done that already. I was gonna say, imagine if someone else picked everything for us. I was like, oh wait a minute, that already does happen. That's big. every fucking show, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Even when we took control back of our show, it's still every show for some reason. Well, this, no, we're we doing control it. these. This is yeah, we're doing we it perfectly. Jill, Jill threw it out there. She's like, I'd like to see the uh, the yeah. collector, the collection. And it came in like a second place in the poll. And she was yeah. really upset that it didn't win. We said we we're going to do it anyway. Jill, when yeah, you threw it out there, my idea was to just throw it right back. But these guys <laughs> wanted to keep it. <laughs> oh. well, Mamma mia. Well, should we get there into you it? go. Segway. Perfect. We may as well. Segway. Yeah. We're Does so we need a break or anything? So yeah, so we took a minute break. Now, it's a minute. I'm going to run upstairs, do my thing. Christian had to do his thing, whatever. So I run to the top of the stairs, and they're upstairs cleaning. So of course, I get a, a little wrench action. Now, the door is closed. Now, for this door to be closed to the basement, the only time that door gets closed is when it's being mopped upstairs. So it's obviously being mopped. Ginny, my cat, is on this side of the door. She looks at me. She cries. She wants out. Now, she can't go on the floor. You know, they're mopping it. It's poisonous to them. Whatever. It's, you know. So I know she wants to get out, but she can't. I can't get out. So now I literally, I said, we're going to run for a minute. So now I got to go pee. So now I did something I've never done before. You know, in the laundry room, you know, when you have your washing machine and you have those two, like, basin things that are, like, next to each other. And one of them, you can turn on water and there's a little, okay, there's soap in the one when, when the washing machine and water comes out. I had to pee in there. Do you think that's oh okay? Oh, my God. Yeah, that, that's... Is it bad? I, I'm fine. just going to stop hitting record and pretend uh, that I didn't uh, hear the story. That's, that's fine. I'm off the yeah. show. I've never, <laughs> I've never done that before. I've never done that before. So no human going, being has. What is going on in your household? <laughs> I got locked out. I had to pee. What else hey, am I going to Tell pee? us, tell us which this? rooms you have not peed or defecated in. <laughs> Holy there's shit. soap and water in that thing. I, I figure it's safe to pee in there, right? No? 
I could turn on the Maybe water. Maybe they were doing after, dishes right? in there. Right? Who knows? You mean dishes? No, no it's you in don't the do laundry. Dishes in there. It's a laundry. It's a, it's a laundry. It's for cleaning oh, laundry. Pre soaking. Oh, the piss no, away. <laughs> Next time Frankie puts on her clothes to go to school and she's like, man, why do I smell like fucking piss today? <laughs> no, it can't go in there. Daddy! Uh, you it's okay, Goody! Dave, because I really had to go number two, but I'm locked in my room, so I'm going to use this double VHS of Braveheart and plug it up for the rest of the show. And I picked the oh, double. Yeah. I was going to go with a single Shawshank Redemption, but I'm doing a double you, Braveheart. You need the double. That is a double. Well, yeah, you you gotta have no one bought that. It was either this no. or Titanic. I, I couldn't decide which double. Actually, I think Titanic might be four. <laughs> well, don't ever do that. That was quite an easy one. Don't ever shit in a box. Hey, I, don't I worry. It's, it's, a, it's a cut box. It's a cut box. Wise <laughs> words from Dave. Don't ever shit in a box. Don't ever now, shit in the box. You have to have water. Yeah. water piss in the laundry. I never, knew. I never knew until that time I did that what a difference water makes. Holy cow. <laughs> All the difference in the world. He just said water cow. dilutes things. I never knew that. <laughs> this is yeah, no, I just never knew how you much when, like, when I was a kid, I'm like... You know, when you use, like, when you go to camp and you had to use, like, a Johnny on the spot, or, like, you realize this is not the same as home. That's why they stink, Dave. That's why you need water. Johnny sounds like a terrible counselor. <laughs> <laughs> Piss on me, Christian. We'll but is do, that really absurd? <laughs> is it really absurd that I peed in that thing now, or no? Actually, no. I don't know that you told so. the story. I don't know, Holly. I trust the female <laughs> perspective here. Is that gross that I did no. that? I sanitize, too, you know. What's she gonna say? She gonna, no. I want to know. No, I, 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 I listen. When it, I, female friends of mine, I always ask them their honest opinion on certain things because I, I like to know. Just because I'm, I'm like, please give me your answer. I've been doing this all my life. I want to give me your honest answers. But do you think that is that gross? You know what I'm talking about. In a thing, pinch, right? when you're stuck and you couldn't go anywhere. Gotta do what you gotta do. Okay, it's not gonna smell off the room or anything, right? There's soap and water in there. Yeah, he right? was in a real pinch, stuck in his house with, with multiple <laughs> bathrooms. Man, it was. Jeez. Well, I couldn't <laughs> open the door because then Ginny would go on on the freshly mopped floor. That's true. I can't you might. That. There's yeah, you reason can't the risk, door closed. You can't risk killing the cat. At least you and didn't use the cat. My wife and pissing off my wife. There's two things I can't risk doing. It's yeah, don't, don't piss do off that. the wife. Don't piss <laughs> off the Oh, but I would. I would shit. In that freaking, in that thing, if I had to, if it meant not pissing off my wife. Believe now, what me, would I you would. use as toilet paper. paper? Would you use that Cropsy poster behind you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have to take this thing off this and, and shove it in my ass. Does that make hey. me happy? Hey, where'd that Leatherface poster go that's always behind Dave? I can't. This is a great <laughs> I, can't, I can't do that. I'd have to find something. I'll tell you that. I wouldn't do it, but I'm just saying, I don't want to piss off my wife because it's not worth it. Learn to choose my battles. Do things that I wouldn't ordinarily do just to avoid an argument. So if, if it meant shitting someplace I don't want to shit, to not have to hear her shit, I would do it. <laughs> okay. And then this is our anti-shit episode, everybody. <laughs> it was all it all started because of that pee thing, you know. And I hope everybody pee turns to shit. knows what I'm talking Push about when I down. talk about those two tubs. I guarantee. I, I, I'll take a picture. <laughs> You know what I, I mean, right? I know exactly what he's yeah. talking about. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Is that those tubs? I'll piss back in this can if I can't get out of the door. But oh, he got a seltzer. He got a bubbly. Nice. Boobly. Bublé. It's Michael, <laughs> Michael Bublé. It's my favorite singer. Right 
<laughs> have you seen the commercial with him or is that just in canada no it's it's everywhere yeah well who knows just... with you guys it's not nothing, nothing, in nothing the States. just in canada trust oh, me you, do you have victoria day tomorrow no you do not have victoria day tomorrow tomorrow's a uh, statutory holiday in canada we're back um, to this statutory. again. Statutory holiday. That's what they're called. Hey. Uh, do you guys, like, you we'll had Memorial week. Day a few weeks ago, right? No, it's in next week. week. Oh, next week. Well, yeah, I thought it was at the beginning of May. Now, you guys always do it the week before we do, I think. Yeah. I think. It's not always. What, sometimes. When's your, when's your 4th of July? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I know I, I can't. I never get tired of that joke, though, even though I crack it every <laughs> Every well, year, don't they every year I, get, I get enraged. July first, we don't we have one? We've had this conversation yeah. fifteen times on the show. <laughs> Sorry, I forget. <laughs> I forget. No, I, but I the joke fun. is, I want to know when his fourth of July is. I I, I hope they get the borders are closed and they're talking about reopening. I, I'm just praying that they just <laughs> lock them down. I'm still waiting for the wall to be built. I get Trump back in and build it between Canada and the states. <laughs> I'll support that. <laughs> okay, let's talk about Canada. I was gonna wait for another show. I've been holding That's... this for a while. There's a couple of things. Uh -oh. This thing was printed at the end of April. Toronto Sun ran this article, and it says, "This is the headline: Study suggests link between illegal drug use and non-traditional sex." Okay. So, talk like about living sun. rock and roll lifestyle. Yeah, this is a study done in Toronto. This is what they're spending their money on. So, they found out that those who use a variety of illegal drugs are more likely to engage in non-traditional sexual activities, such as hooking up with a friend or stranger, anal sex, and BDSM, a study suggests. Yeah. And they, I, yeah, you know, they I found would figure anal is traditional now. I think it's, how, like, how long does it have to be until it becomes traditional? Yeah, you know, like at what, at what point was like anal, anal sex was like ooh, uh, interesting. Now it's I like, see, like yeah, this, I want to see the yeah. charts. <laughs> we know what's on the rise. It's definitely on the rise. <laughs> it's but on I mean, the rise. <laughs> well, it is compared to like twenty, thirty years ago. It is. It's more common now. It's just the fact. I, I blame pornography. It's just the way it is. You know what I mean? It's, but not to get I, deep into it. I blame pornography. <laughs> well, well, sure, but anyway. <laughs> So that that's what the, that's what they're spending their money on there. That something that was probably already obvious, I think. I think if you're whacked out on drugs, you're more likely to do all kinds of crazy sexual things, right? I mean, don't you find when you hear the results of any study that's run, you know, you're like, they spent money on that. I could have told you that without running the study. But <laughs> what were the what were the statistics on rock and roll in there too? Oh yeah, let's see here. I guess rock and roll, I think, see, we're getting boned. It's like horror fans. Like They're, they're assuming that people that do drugs are, listen to rock and roll. I think that's, that's really what it is. Let's see. Less than 10% engage in BDSM of those. Okay. Well, money exchange for sex, less than 5%. Let's see. Um, okay. Our study revisited the well-known phrase of sex, drugs, and rock and roll and has proven that both recreational drug use and non-traditional sexual activities are linked and also have become the norm. In, indeed, adults who report taking at least two illicit indeed. drugs indeed. are more likely to engage in non-traditional sexual act, act behaviors. The music is no longer rock and roll, and the sex has changed as well. So it, it's I don't Cana know. It's Canadian choir music and ass yes. chaps, basically. <laughs> no, it's all going to hip-hop now. Hip-hop is just encompassed. It's pretty much pop. Everything's just in hip-hop now. 
It's like hip hop and then rock. <laughs> it's, it's, it's what's so weird. And in the states, you country music because nobody else hey, in the world listens to that. <laughs> I don't care if I froze. It's perfect. I wanted Dave to see you. It's froze with a goofy. He froze. I was reading about it. They they surveyed twenty six hundred adults who attended music festivals between two thousand sixteen and nineteen and asked them about recent experiences involving drugs and sex. So that's the rock and roll. They went to music festivals. They were probably going to like EDM festivals. I'm willing to bet. Probably, yeah. See, it's it's targeted, right? They're, yep. No, no. This, I, this I didn't continue. read this, so yeah. yeah. University of Roehampton, University of Liverpool, and Bournemouth University in the UK. So this is yeah. UK. Nothing yes, in Canada. It's Toronto. I know, but it's a Toronto Sun article, so I don't know why. I just I heard that the Toronto. Put this out. Must have been a slow news day in Toronto. Be like, what's going on in England? <laughs> when I hear you read that, I just wish we had the Fangoria segment back. <laughs> coming back next show. Well, maybe the show after. <laughs> Jerk. Jerk. <laughs> I deserve that, actually. Thank you, Dave. Look, look, Dave's yeah. always so nice. That's the first time he's probably called me a jerk. Like, he's so nice. And then, <laughs> then finally, he's like, fuck you. <laughs> Don't mess with his fangos. Yeah. So this is it. This is, and, and I'll end it here. Of a subsample group of about 1,000 people, 40% have participated in non-traditional sexual activities, whatever that means. 28% of the group had hooked up with a friend. 19% had sex with a stranger. And 11% engaged in anal sex. So only 11 out of 1,000. Anal's you know? been categorized, yeah. uh, uh, taken out. They yeah. separated anal. I find if yeah. I take a Tylenol PM, I wind up masturbating with my off hand. <laughs> so that's as crazy as I get. Do you put it on ice for like 10 minutes first, though? You should put your yeah, hand in the freezer for a bit. Numb it up. <laughs> you know, I was doing the lawn the other day. I came home and I, I cut the grass and I have issues with my lawnmower. And it, it, the grass was so long that it, it took two hours instead of the usual 45 minutes. So by the time I was done, my hands, they were still like vib they were numb. They were vibrating. They were a freaking mess. I and I thought about it. I thought about it for that minute, because I've heard people say that. <laughs> 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 I, I thought about it for I'm sorry, Dave, but... No, it's funny. Actually, actually they were really gave... vibrating. They felt like they were. We need more clarification. What were you thinking about? Are you going to fuck that lawnmower? Is that what you were thinking about? But you just said, I thought about doing the stranger because everything was numb. And, and, all. and if it would have worked, you know what I mean? But I, I, could, I smelled like grass too much. If I you wait that. till the sun goes down, you can call it the stranger prey at night. <laughs> he gave it the collector instead. He stuck a couple of needles through it. Okay, the collector. You're right. Sorry. You're right. You're the other I'm trying Canadian... to segue back in, and we, <laughs> we are supposed. Yeah, to... I was very curious about where that lawnmower story was going. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing special. It just when he said doing the left hand yeah. thing, PM, it just took me back to the other day because I thought about it for a minute. I was like, I wonder if this would work, but I didn't do it. Grass. I can't. Every time I cut the grass, I, I even when I shower after, I, I can't get the smell like out. I, I couldn't imagine doing that for a living. I think I'd, I'd smell like mechanics. I think they always smell like oil to themselves. You know, it's like grass. I'm like, man, I couldn't get the smell out of me. Like, grass. <laughs> you walking on grass. Yeah, my dad used to uh, work at a factory where he painted metals for buildings and stuff, or cars, and uh, he always had that like um, metal mechanic smell to him. 
right? You, there's nothing you can do. It sucks. Grass. I, mean, I like the smell of fresh cut grass, but I don't know. What, I don't necessarily know if the smell gets in my nose the way you're describing it. I don't know. Bag. Bottom line is, Dave's cutting it, it, the grass it, with a scissor. He's, he's on the grass. <laughs> That's why he's, it took him two hours to do it. I also hate every minute I'm doing it. I'm like, fuck grass. Why don't I take this grass mm-hmm. out of here and just landscape so that I don't have to deal with any fucking grass? It was so bad. It was so bad that I took the weed whacker to everything for half an hour before I started mowing. Because in the backyard, I have certain patches that get higher than others. So I weed whack them. Because what happens is if the grass is too high, the mower stalls. It can't fucking handle it. And the grass really didn't look that high to me because the, the neighbors were on the same. I was maybe an inch higher than the neighbors. So it didn't seem it that It only high. had one toke. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> And really, I just did the grass less than 10 days prior. But I've decided after this last episode, I'm going to cut it every fucking Thursday night from now on whether it needs it 143? Oh, huh? episode of the grass. Sorry. I thought you meant of the show. Oh, geez. <laughs> oh Sorry. Whatever. You got me there. Sorry. Holy shit. No Fangoria today. The collector. <laughs> What's that? And, uh... Yes, uh, and before we get into a joke, we are going to start with the collector one. <laughs> Just the collector instead of the collection, because I knew it was going to come at some point. Brandy would make a joke, but now should we start with the spoilers for the collection, or we're doing spoiler no, do you reviews? Start, do you start want to start with the canceled third film that they were going to do? So they did yeah. officially cancel it because my daughter asked it's if filmed. it was still coming. I thought I they heard shot- that they were thinking of doing it again. Sorry, Dave. I'm sorry. I just got excited because I knew. A, no, a, no, I'm please. sorry. I knew a fact. They 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 shot for eight days. Imagine that they did eight yeah. days of filming and they freaking abandoned it. Shit. Weird. Huh? Yeah, I was reading that. Yeah, the producers they just wouldn't answer phone calls or anything. So they're like, well, can't really do much. So it's abandoned. Crap. You know. Was this recently? Because sh- I thought I remember hearing it was back. Yeah. Okay. Like last year. No, I I read this like last month. Yeah, this is real recent. It was really yeah. recent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what they could have done for it? They could have used part three to answer the questions that I thought when part one ended it would be answered in part two. That would have been great. But we'll never know. I want to know. I got to. Okay. Get to it. We gotta well, get I got to questions. It. Yeah. All right. Get. Collector 2009. Desperate to repay his debt to his ex-wife, an ex-con plots a heist at his new employer's country home unaware that a second criminal has also targeted the property and rigged it with a series of deadly traps. Is that true? Was and he these are... paying a debt back to his ex-wife? I thought she had a debt and he was helping her get the money. Yeah, uh, yeah. This, this IMDb. I just read IMDb. <laughs> Even if it's wrong, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> this, is, this is the writer and directors who did Saw 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 15. Not director, I don't think, but the writers. Because the director's... Oh, directed, yeah. yeah. Yeah, director's but... Bowsman, you know that. Did Bowsman. you see Spiral? Yeah. Bowsman. No, I can't. Uh, theaters are closed here, and it's not for streaming, oh, so I can't. I have not seen it yet, but I will see it. Yeah, I, I plan on I plan on going next this week sometime. Okay, I'm just isn't curious. He a, isn't he a, a Super Mario character? Bowsman. <laughs> Bowser. Bowser <laughs> is one. Oh, yeah. Bowser. Yeah, he's he's oh, he's the big one. He's the, the the large Koopa guy. He's he's King Bowser. He's got the freaking thing and the crown on his head. And he's a turtle thing. Yeah. He's a turtle thing. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Well, you know me. Shit. It's childhood. Hey, Mario. 
All right. So, okay. So what do we do? What do we want to say? <laughs> Somebody say something. Yeah, yeah. The collector. It's ratings. Funny. Ratings. You're right. Well, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hadn't watched these films since first watch. I remembered nothing of this movie. I I went in and was like seeing the film for the first time again. I really thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it did take a little, maybe, and again there is setup, but I felt something was weird at the beginning. The pacing just feel felt off. But once we get moving, it's a great it's a great ride. It's fun. Yeah, of course you're gonna have questions left, right, and center. The guy walks into a house that he was there earlier in the day, and all these elaborate traps were set like like Nightmare on Elm Street style, uh, but way more elaborate that he suddenly, like, it seems like he turns a corner and there's like a new trap set up for him as he's going around the corner. But I let that go and just enjoyed Me the too. movie for what it was. And and it's it's shitloads of fun. Uh, and, and it's gory, but I feel like um, I've ex- I was expecting it to be worse. For my recollection of, of this, these movies were that it was much gorier than it actually was. So opening thoughts is kind of it's all yeah. it's all without the moral compass. We don't need jigsaw, you know, no life lessons to be learned here. Just yeah. a showcase of extreme violence, and it's a blast. The first film, and I don't have great memories. Of this I saw this in the movie theaters with my mother the day my father had his heart attack. So we oh, came home from this movie on oh. the way home as he's being loaded into the ambulance. So I got oh, into the ambulance with him. We drive. We're on the highway. We're going to the hospital. We pull over on the side of the road. My father has a massive heart attack. They're telling me he's dying. That because you're not you're not allowed to shock somebody in an ambulance while it's moving. That's another thing in the movies that's wrong. Because we're pulled over on the highway and they're shocking him back to life. Holy, Holy crap! Yeah. yeah. And then they told us they're like, oh, he's not going to make it through the night. This is 11 months after my mother was diagnosed with terminal cancer, and I'm just like, holy shit! Both my parents are going to be dead soon. And then, but I still enjoy the movie. <laughs> just. Yeah. My Way to kill the buzz, Dad. <laughs> hey, he's alive. He, he yeah, lived through the night, and it's uh, it's twelve years later, and he's still alive. That's yeah, so doctors. Hey, what do they know? That's another thing they get wrong in movies. They think they know everything in the movies. <laughs> hey, they got they got my mom right. She's not alive. Oh, they were shit. one. They were one for. T- they were one for two. Damn it! One out of two. You know what they say? One out of two ain't bad. <laughs> Oh, okay. Bless uh, your heart, yeah. son. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. It gets dark on the no show. I had no problem you. buying into the trap set here because of because of the fact that we find out who he is at the end. So he has plenty of time, and this is sort of out in in the middle of nowhere. This house. So I yeah. I have no problem with that. I don't More care. so. That's yeah, that's the movie. So the issues come in the sequel. About? I don't have, I, no, I don't have questions about anything in this one. I have a few questions, but I mean, it's more towards the way they wrap it up at the end, but I'll get to that. I, I saw the, well, no, I saw the second one, the collection first, not knowing that it was a sequel. Uh, I think I, I saw it maybe in like 2015 when, um, like right after my son was born and, you know, I was just like, picking horror movies and while he was napping and I saw I even went back and I checked the description on IMDb there's really no indication that it was a sequel so when I read it I was like oh cool and then I was like oh shit that was a sequel and I I was amazed that I didn't really feel lost because we'll get into that but then when I saw this I was like wow that I'm kind of glad that I saw it backwards because 
I really enjoyed, yeah, like the story and the setup and how it was the contained at home. It was like home alone. Like if Kevin McAllister like grew up to be a psychopath. <laughs> so it was yeah. fun. Yeah. Well, it's a more home invasion. Home invasion yeah. style. And the second one, like one thing about the second one, because I know that I already got raked over the coals like in Messenger last night about saying that I, I actually think I preferred the second one, watching them back to back almost. And it's just, again, fun. And they went a different route. Instead of doing another home invasion movie, I like the fact that they take it to this sort of crazy abandoned hotel. But we'll get to that movie after. Two separate yeah. stories, which is what you kind of I'll, want. I'll overlook that, that one, but... Uh... Let's just say this. I think the first one is way better because it establishes a sense of tension. The whole cat and mouse between Arkin and the Collector is great, whereas in the second one, it's just... It, to me, the second one feels like the ending of Saw 3 that I love just dragged out without a big reveal. It's it's like they're walking, and they're, it's like they're walking the whole movie to, to a big reveal with no tension, characters you don't give a shit about. And this one... I genuinely liked every single character. They present this family as very likable. They have issues, but he's not an adulterer. The husband, you know, the mother, she's not a bitch. Like, like it's just, they're a normal family. They just happen to be well off and live in this beautiful house. And I, I just like mm -hmm. it. Well, you're not yeah, wrong I like there. I mean, they're better characters. Sorry, Holly, go ahead. Uh, I, I enjoy that they give an explanation as to why they are so isolated. Like yeah. you, the the wife she was like you know i'm they he makes mention you know that she needs to feel secure and she says later you know i i was always prepared for like being robbed or you know getting raped and that's why i'm so nervous and i want a secure house i don't want to be around people and yeah that it gave a good explanation and it helped with the tension absolutely yeah there everything about the first one it's it's cool. Like you said, the family is cool. There's tension. It's it's one of those isolated, you know, horror movies. And I and I, I do enjoy it. And I don't question the traps and all that. See, that's what I'm saying. My complaints that I'm going to have or questions in this one and the next one, I'm not going to nitpick. That'd be nitpicking. Well, how this and this traps and this and that. How much time does he have? I'm not going to do that because I'm along for the ride. That's fine. To me, those are critiques that aren't fair. If you're going to be that type of person, that's gonna watch that movie and do it then you just probably don't like horror movies because yeah. a lot of horror movies you just it's part of the ride man and this so, guy's so, superman you know? this guy's superman i mean he's a he's a brilliant engineer he's a brilliant entomologist and he's like a military trained assassin so you gotta suspend all that you could complain like crazy for the second one for this one i just feel like it's it's jigsaw i don't mm -hmm. feel like these traps are overly complicated it just looked like he spent a lot of time like he needed a good four or five hours really setting us up like Nancy did in Nightmare. At least. Right. At least with some of these <laughs> machines. And then he's got boarded up windows and everything else when the house wasn't like that hours prior. So, I mean, but again, you just you just go along with it. But then when you realize he's in the house and he's trying to get through windows and they've been boarded out from the outside or whatever, maybe, or no, from maybe they're from the inside because he does pry them off. Um, either way, time was needed to set that up. Yeah, yeah, but they knew what they were doing, uh, he, or he knew what he was doing, because he has access to the house. He's there. This guy is getting rid of the bugs. The other guy is what? Is he security or something? Is that what Arkin does? Oh, Arkin's like a jack of all trades. He's he's. Oh, he's just like a handyman. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know exactly. I don't know. I always get confused because 
his name was Arkin. So I remember like going into the movie, I was thinking his name was Arkin, but the other guy kills Bugs, so I was thinking of the Orkin man and everything. <laughs> so we kind uh, of go, like, is, is he, he getting rid of, you know what the Orkin, Orkin man is? I know the Orkin you know, man. Orkin, you know, oh. the fucking, the guy that killed Bugs. They've been around since the 60s. Or- oh, Orkin, yeah, 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 the, the yeah. exterminators, yes. Oh, Orkin, the, Orkin the killer whale. <laughs> the or- I thought you said the organ man. I'm like, who the fuck? Is <laughs> the organ man? man, yeah, the organ yeah. donor. I got to oh, no. play it like I thought he was like Pied Piper, but he played like the organ and then like all like the. Are I know what you're Holly, talking about. Are we right. boring Holly that bad? Or did I think Holly play? froze. Oh no! Holly, oh no! She's oh, gone. Oh. Hi, Holly. Hi, that Holly. was Holly. Thank you for joining us. All right, let's get on with the show. No, she froze. Let's see. She's frozen. Hmm. She's gone. Okay, let's see. Oh, she just wrote to me. Not having computer issues, just bored with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I hate being on the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't know. You know the Orkin. I know. Man. I know the Orkin man. I just. It's funny because with all the bugs, I never thought of the Orkin man, especially with Arkin. Like that's funny. That's that, and that's why I was confused. Yeah, of course that's gonna confuse movie, you because like, you're, you're like, oh, Orkin man. So is he the guy that's what's killing? Because they kept calling him Mr. Arkin. Oh, Mr. Arkin. I'm thinking, wait, is he the guy killing bugs? I thought it was the killer that's killing bugs. Because <laughs> he's the Orkin man. But he's Arkin. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Hey, don't know what hey. happened there. Hey, we're, we're almost done with the collection now. So you're <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Good <laughs> We were talking about the Orkin. You know what the Orkin man is? Yeah. She's okay. like, shit, yeah. I froze it. We're still on the Orkin Man? <laughs> yeah, I was so open that we were on the like, I was so open to come back and this Orkin Man shit would be done. I'm done with the Orkin Man. He's done. But Arkin, the Orkin Man, this guy's bugs. This guy's not. Yeah. yeah, but he's not the Orkin Man. But no, he your brain confuses you, it. Dave. It's funny. I want to watch you. I just want to watch you watching movies. Right? Like, Except I think, you don't know I what like, I'm saying. Thank yeah, you. I wanna, yeah, and I want to see like a monologue being done of what's going on inside your brain. I feel like that'll be more entertaining than most of the movies we watch. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's Arkin. This guy likes bugs. Orkin. Orkin, man. Wait, yeah, that's how... is Arkin the killer or is it Orkin? It is my <laughs> mind. And then These I start thinking about... The, then I start thinking about the poly-Orkin man. You know what the, you know the poly-Orkin man is? Is he the one who has many wives? No, he's the one that has many testicles. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not kidding you. A, a, a poly orchid man is a man with three testicles. Really? Yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like a spare. I, I, I have no joke for this. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no joke for it. When we were a kid, when we were kids, one of my friends told me when we were in junior high, it was you know because when at, at that time everything's really funny like that, and they go, oh yeah, I, I think he's a poly orchid man, just busting somebody's balls. I'm like, what? Well, what's a poly orchid? Man, he said it's a man with three testicles. He, he all his friends are like, I'm polyamorous, I'm polyorkin, 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 polyorkin man, orchid. Isn't that the cake song? Polyorchid, <laughs> orchid, yeah. It, it, the root, I thought orchid, I had it all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the hell's going on. Yeah. Who said what the who? Yeah. What movie are we talking about here? Jesus freaking well, Christ. <laughs> polyorchidism. Polyorchidism is the incidence of more than two testicles. It is a very rare, rare congenital disorder. So a person that has it is called a polyorchid man. Yeah. So I always knew that because maybe because of the orchid man and the polyorchid man. It was a joke when I was a kid. You know? <laughs> the polyorchid man. <laughs> so it's anyway, like they've had the empty something. man. The Slender Man, now the Polyorchid Man. 
He's that gonna be in the he's gonna be in the Conjuring universe. Yeah, <laughs> he could be Balchinium. Low hanging fruit. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be his thing. We should have a Balchinian guy in our movie, but he's a, a polyorchid. A, po- a polyorchinian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> this movie here, oh, Gary man. Gary Tunnicliffe does the uh, the makeup effects. Really talented, and he also directed uh, the Hellraiser. Uh, what was the last one? Judgment. The newest one that was, uh, he directed that one. And he's done a, a few makeup for a few Hellraiser movies. Yeah. But I noticed his name coming out. This movie, I like the soundtrack in it. They play a lot of good music throughout. You yeah. know, they got, got that remix of Depeche Mode, I Feel You, which I fucking, that's like my favorite Depeche Mode song. And um, I know Charlie Clouser was involved in part two. Um, I want to say he was here as well, because there's good beats in here as far as the score. And he's really talented. But that's something I noticed about this movie is the use of music. Uh, the score, the sound design, all that stuff, anything that has to do with auditory things was done really well in this first movie. Maybe not as much in the second as far as the, the soundtrack is concerned, like their their choice of songs, but I, that's something that sticks out in this movie. I thought that too. I, I enjoyed the soundtrack for the first one. Second one, I didn't notice it as much. Right. It's stuff I don't know. Maybe it's just us being unfamiliar with the music they're using, but this is, you know, stuff that I guess we're more familiar with. But man... Uh, here's the thing. This guy comes in. We have Arkin doing his thing. We have the other guy doing his thing. He sets up. Now, at the end of the movie, no, I'll wait till the end. I'm sorry. It's just that, okay, this guy, I won't wait till the end because this is what's going to bother me. This guy, all he does at the end of the movie. This guy. Okay, Orkin or whatever, the the collector. Let's call him the bug guy. Whatever the hell his name is. Orkin. All he does is. Obviously, they call this guy on the phone and they schedule him to come by and and take care of everything, the wasps, everything that's going on. So they know him. He's easy to find. Then at the end of the movie, all this guy does is tear off the fucking sign on the side of his work truck that says his company's name on it and proceeds on his business after he's done all the killing. Now, and then the cop even asked the other guy, oh, yeah, we, we, we found out. He even says the name of the company. So if they know the name of his company... And everything else. Why the hell wouldn't wouldn't he just be arrested? Wouldn't he be? Why put all that stuff into it? I thought it was a front. I didn't think that was his company. I thought it was all just. But a they guy's... still had to call him. Okay, yeah. then how did he get to the house to kill the bugs? If it's a because front? they didn't know there was going to be a sequel. That's that's really the only explanation for me. Like they're not going to make him as uh, as clever as they do in the second one and the first one because they think maybe like this is it. It's a one and done. So this is going to be our ending. The killer gets away. He was a crazy exterminator. And he pulls yeah. the thing off and he drives away. That's, That's fine. I'll give you that. They yeah. didn't expect a sequel. For this movie alone, that's not such a big thing. There is one thing about this movie that does bother me. The whole... And again, I, I enjoy the movie. But I'm just going to get that out of the way And this. The whole movie is the story about this guy trying to get this diamond or whatever the hell it is to get the money to get to his wife by midnight. You know, That's my safety. problem with it. Even if he yes. gets the stone, so, he has no money. <laughs> well, like, I don't care about that. Or, or the value. Who knows? Like, they just assume it's valuable, but they have no money. So to get there by midnight doesn't solve her issue <laughs> of needing the money at that point. That's okay, I, though. You can, you can handle that's that. Okay. Lunch. that, that if, he gives, if he gives that big, <laughs> that big ruby or whatever it is to, to the guy he's in, he's in partner with, 
you know, that guy's going to give him money or if he shows it to whoever the, the loan sharks or whoever uh, the wife owes money to. Like, I, I think we're we're nitpicking here. I agree. That I'm, that's not my complaint. My complaint is that we care about this character arc in, in the whole movie and we see his love for his daughter and we see that his, his ex is giving him shit or his current whatever. She's giving him shit and he has this goal and he has to get this done. And we're on board with him because we want him to survive. And, you know, of course, we want everyone to survive. But, I mean, we want him to get out and save what's going on with his wife and daughter. And then the movie ends. And if you're watching this movie, that doesn't happen. It's not even addressed. He he says, what time is it? Oh, it's almost midnight. Oh, great. Can you call my wife? And then, boom. Obviously, this never happens. He doesn't get to her. That's perfect. That's great. I like that. You don't like that? I mean, because they address it. You're like, oh, he's going to make it. And we're gonna get that at least he he, he he's gonna go through with it like with what he, what needed to happen and then he got he got uh, wrenched. And yeah, that's that's, that's, a downbeat ending. that's a downbeat ending you normally like. Oh, he's gonna make it to her on time. It's it's almost midnight. He's gonna get to her. He's gonna be like, I have the money. Tell them we'll get you the money. We'll be fine. And then boom, downbeat end. Right, but then that's fine if it's a, if it's a standalone. But then uh, next comes a sequel, and yeah. well, well this, what this happened? Sequel, the sequel is a mess. Welcome back, Holly. Okay. I don't know what's going on with my Skype. No, no, it's okay. Don't um, worry. We. Yeah. What was the? Because I have a nitpick about that whole like the the storyline with with his wife. Well, he yeah, didn't make that's it. We're still, that's how we're still. Oh talking yeah. About. Yeah. And it's not addressed. He didn't no. make it in time. It's not addressed, right. and that's it. End of movie. Yeah. That that, that was my talking? issue with it too, because I was thinking, yeah, if he goes back the guy that he's in partner with like he's still not going to make it at midnight because you know he's yeah. just has this rock yeah. so yeah that he owes to somebody else too so either way he's not making it yeah they should have i don't know they could have done something but it's a bigger deal to me that there's a sequel and it picks up and nothing is said the wife should not be alive he should everything should be dead but we'll get to it but at least, at least the daughter's not alive <laughs> she's not well, even that's acknowledged. Well, we'll get exactly that's how do you drop all that? But how do you? Because well, it's a such a small part of the movie. They, they were we'll just again. We'll get to it. I, 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 I yeah. think you guys are nitpicking on that. I I didn't even. Uh, yeah, that, I, I didn't I'm, even I'm not nitpicking. <laughs> I I love the first one. I didn't think of any of this. I just saw it as a downbeat ending. Oh shoot! Yeah. The wife's not going to be saved. The daughter's going to be orphaned, and Arkin's going to be killed. But uh, then we get the sequel, of course. But the thing that bugged me, and I I, I could be wrong with this because I wasn't really paying close attention when he first walks in the house he beelines it to to the like the master bathroom where the safe is behind the mirror now does he go upstairs to do that because then later on we see the steps have spikes in them and obviously everything's boopy. so he makes it to the bathroom very easily mm. before realizing that the whole house is booby trapped later on he spied no that's what i said it's almost like it was in the process of being set up and like two traps are set up. They're already in the basement maybe. And he hits that. Remember he goes up the steps and squeaks them. Uh, they creak and he yeah, realizes that's right, it's yeah. a bad step. And then that's what also alerts him to someone else being in the house when he's, when he's breaking the safe or cracking the safe. But you're right. Maybe that's why I was making the joke ba- earlier. Maybe they're back steps. Maybe well, they're no. back steps. <laughs> but, that's what I thought because when the, uh, the daughter and her boyfriend are in the kitchen, I thought yeah. they were in the kitchen going up a different set of steps. It could be I thought you were joking thing. about backstepping or, or whatever, but <laughs> no. that's why I was laughing. And you're like, and then you're looking yeah, at me like, like, no, I'm being serious. Like, but you, you could be right. But the the thing is that it's, it is going up. And 
I think it is the same staircase, and that's why I made the joke earlier that he rounds the corner, and there's always new things kind of set up. Like, half-joking, but that's kind of how it plays out. Suddenly, the front door's a big thing. There's a chandelier with knives up top. Like, there's a lot of shit that's sort of set up that when we first go through that house, we notice nothing wrong. And, and that's kind of what's interesting about it, but you could, you could possibly nitpick. I didn't. I had more of an issue, like not even an issue, but I just said, how's he turning this ruby into cash by midnight? And then at least to get the phone call to say, like, I'm on the way. I was forgiven with the Holly. I totally know where you're going because, oh, it's just before midnight. He's not making it. But I think it was just a way to address it so that, Dave, I th- you'd be happy even though you weren't. And then you get the downbeat sucker punch ending. And he's not going to make it after all. And You know, so- I think I think I would have seen it more as a downer ending had there not been a sequel. Right. Yeah. And you. just yes. because, yeah, just because there's no bridge there, it feels like. But, yeah. you know, if they're expecting to not have a sequel, I get it. Would have been great if there was a post credit sequence where you just see his wife going, no. And then someone shoots her in the head. <laughs> <laughs> but well, then she should have come been. back as a different actress in part two. <laughs> she does, too. You're right. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> New wife, no kid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's, like living, he's living the dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, he, got rid of, he got rid of his wrench. <laughs> he has no children anymore. Wow. Crazy. But the cat and mouse, you would think it would get old or get a little stale after a while. But I love it throughout the whole movie. The tension really builds. The whole idea that for a long time the collector doesn't know Arkin's in the house. The fact that Han is hiding yeah. the whole time. Which, again, could be another little nitpick. Like, here's this master brilliant guy. And, like, I'm not even aware if he knows there was that Han is even Hannah even exists. I mean, he's got to, but he's never really looking for her. Hmm. You notice so, that the collector never really looks for Hannah, not until the very end when she's banging on the wall when Arkin's already outside. Oh, see, you know, that's my problem. I forgot about that. At so, the end of the movie, okay, Arkin, remember when he's hanging up and he's in his thing and, 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 and the collector's there and he's like, oh, you're never going to find her. Meanwhile, he's right behind her fucking at the wall. So I'm thinking, how did Arkin get down here? So you're trying to tell me that the collector brought him down there, did all this shit, hung him up, put the hooks in him, and the girl's behind him the whole time, and he can't find her? And and Arkin is so freaking cocky saying, oh, you're never going to find her. Like, it's, she's in some amazing fucking hiding spot. Meanwhile, she's right there, and, and this brilliant fucking guy that's wired the whole house can't see her? I, I think that's was... It's just to throw him off. He's, he's just trying to, like distract Fuck him obviously because yeah. he keeps turning around like he's gonna look and go under the desk like you'll never find her like right but she just happened to be him. down there in their room when he brought the guy down there to tie him up she was already there i, I, I can't remember the the timeline with it but it, it made sense like she it did she i think he might... told he told her to hide or something yeah and... i think she ran okay. down there and hid there and then he got knocked out and and dragged and tied up down there okay well that then cool okay so something like the guy that. in the box the guy in the box who's bait, really, bait for who? If the two people are already tied up, who's he bait for? Just in case, Larry? are we, are we supposed to get the, are we supposed to get the idea that they, they uh, ran into him earlier in the movie? They did, uh, though, like, remember? Yeah, that's the opening scene. Which made no sense. Would you do that? If you came home, Christian. No, you, that, that was him. That was him getting taken. That was yeah. literally, that was him getting taken. I'm talking about when we're introduced to him. Later, it's main guy that runs into him. So the bait didn't work because <laughs> the other two guys are already strung up in the basement. Done. Maybe so I, who was he I, there for? I didn't quite understand why he would be bait because 
yeah. in the first scene, there's nobody in that box. It's just a box. So, yeah, it's like, why is he bait? Why didn't he just have an empty box? Yeah, the, the problem is the bait idea doesn't really work. You assume they used him as bait to trap the Chase family because they are already trapped when Arkin shows up. But then in the sequel, Arkin's the bait, and he's just in the back of the rave and not used at all. Wait a minute. Hold on. I, I Something's up here because my recollection is this. In the opening scene, okay, the guy that – there is somebody in the box because th- my complaint was going to be it says there's the thing that says for the collection, and there's that big box, and there's a guy and his wife. And all of a sudden, the box moves. Yeah, there's so someone I in the com- box. So there is some. So he is the bait for the introduction of the film. So number one, if, if that's me and the box moves and my wife and I, I'm not opening that fucking box. First thing I'm doing is calling the fucking cops. But that's me, you know. So there is bait in that case. So now in the next movie or in the next in- instance, the guy that was kidnapped at the beginning now he assumes that role. He is in the house as the bait, and he was probably the bait for the family who's now tied up. You know what I'm well, saying? That's what, that's, that's what it was, but. Guy. <laughs> huh? Sorry. I know. I I said that's literally what I just said. And Christian broke up, but I'm pretty sure he said the exact same thing. Yeah. That's literally what Brandon. I thought you just said, said it didn't make sense. It doesn't he, make. It, it didn't make sense, sense in the sense that it's like, like the way they show it. It's not like it's not like somebody's like, help me, help me. Like like Lauren. The way they use Abby is almost like bait in part two. The girl. She's like yeah. literally bait. She's like almost working mm-hmm. in cahoots. Whereas this is just. Somebody in a box banging on it. It's just not, it's yeah, just but a little that, sloppy. I don't think so, because the reason it's bait, if you put a box in a room for the collection, there's no guarantee somebody's going to open it. But if, if you know that somebody's inside, there's a greater chance of someone saying, what the fuck, what, who, who's or what is in this box? I have to open it. It's, mu- it's more of a distraction to have that than to just have an empty box in the room. So that's well, why so I it's, it's never, true. It's they're true. tied up, so it never happened. So if 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 there was no gameplay yeah, to have him come and talk to the, we didn't see it. We didn't, we see, didn't it. see it. That's what I meant. That, so that's what I said. Was there an earlier yeah. scene? And then does he just yeah, tell everybody that opens the box? Hey, I'm bait. <laughs> How about but get me the, the fuck point, out of here? Whole, <laughs> he's the only whole, bait in that instance. Yeah, he's but the whole <laughs> yeah, but the whole point is the collector is in the house. So by the time this couple, even at the beginning, Larry and his wife are in the bedroom and they see the box, even if the box was empty, even if it was filled with mud flaps, Dave, <laughs> they could just be like, all right, let's get the hell out of the house. They turn around, they walk, and the collector gets them. They don't need that bait. It just seems yeah. a little sloppy is all I'm well, saying. fun for him. It's, it's, he's a sick fuck. That yeah. gets his fuck. Yeah. I'm going to take a collected person. I'm only going to – some people I'm going to let live, and I'm going to use them as bait. I'm going to keep them in the box, and I'm going to get my jollies off putting one person in a box and having these other fools gather around, and then they're going to get fucked. I just think that's his own sick pleasure. So I, that doesn't bother me. In fact, that adds to it for me. I think that's cool. However, <laughs> that fucking seed is well, – my friend and I, my friend Scott, who I've been watching movies with since I was a kid, the two of us in the theater, and ever since I saw this – every time I watch this movie, <laughs> to me, that is unintentional fucking Wait. hilarious comedy. When well, the guy gets I, out – what? And he says, can I guess? Uh, yes. Run, little girl. Run, little girl. Ah! And then he screams like that. Oh, I'm no? talking about the beat guy. The fact that he pushes the guy back in the box. <laughs> That's amazing. This guy is fucking in a box, fighting for his life, and he's trying to get out, and the guy gets panics, and he pushes him back in the box. 
find that hysterical? That yeah. is fucking but funny. Like, shut yes. up, shut up. <laughs> oh my god. You don't find that funny, B? He pushes him back in the box. Oh, sorry. I, I got distracted for a sec. Uh, yeah, oh. no, that is funny when he puts him back. It's, it's, it takes a lot of effort to put him back, too. <laughs> but why would you do that to some poor bastard? You know why? You know why? You know why? Because at that point, the collector is not aware that Arkin is in the house still. That's why he puts him back. But yeah, it is funny. But I thought when Larry gets out later on, and the, and he sees a little girl, he's like, "Run, little girl! Run, little girl!" Ah! And then they both scream at the same time. It's like that to me was unintentional comedy. I didn't realize that. There's one other scene that that was very hysterical, unintentional comedy, and I could be wrong because I didn't rewind it to see. But to me, it looks like the dog exploded. The guy took a dog and he threw it at the other guy, and the dog explodes. <laughs> Yeah, he what shoots him. He shoots, he shoots, he shoots him with a shotgun. Yeah. Shotgun to the yeah. head. Oh, he shot too. Yeah. yeah. Interesting oh. fact that that dog used to be in Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Wasn't that that was Buckethead, right? Oh, he was. Because <laughs> <laughs> they put the oh, he puts the fire bucket on. Oh. Oh, man. oh Dave, so did you mean. did you see the actor who plays the cat? I don't want to talk about the cat. What? Tommy K. Tommy K is the name of the actor that played the cat. Why would they do that? Why? See, that's what I don't like. Okay, here's the deal. At least they made up for it with an exploding dog. But I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Arkin saved the cat. He saved the cat. He did try. I'll give him credit for saving the cat. But why... Tape. If you're making this movie, why show a cat getting cut in half and fucking blood on the wall and shit? See, I don't it's like funny. that part. Oh, because oh, you're, is... oh, that was hilarious. You see a half a cat go, it's <laughs> fucking funny. I don't want to see a cat. Get... See, that was not you should, have saw the se... you should have saw the front half go down and go, meow. <laughs> if that yeah, would have happened you... to a dog, that would have oh. been. <laughs> the dog got his head set up. Yeah. Got a bucket chance on his head. They got his head blown off. They tormented. <laughs> At least the cat was quick. And each half still has four and a half lives. <laughs> it's like a worm. <laughs> I felt so bad for the kid. Even when it was stuck, I felt bad for him. Yeah, like, I felt yeah, bad for him. Yeah, that was hard. Stuck. That yeah. was brutal. Yeah. yeah. Then they Yo, picked don't it jump up. the sticky stuff, cat. <laughs> yeah. See, I can't see that with cats. Now, if a dog would have got cut in half that way, everybody would have been up in arms about it. Oh, look. Oh, that was terrible. Why do that to a dog? Because it's a cat, nobody gives a shit. That's no, all my, my daughter was very upset for the cat. It was. Yeah, so it was, was I. I didn't like. I didn't like it, but it was funny. <laughs> See, I can't. I couldn't find humor in it. I, I just couldn't. Yeah. Now, meow. Benny. Meow. This hurts. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when Benny killed a cat, it was funny. See, I'm not uh, a complete pussy about it. And, and he killed a dog too. Benny was an equal opportunity. That was killer. funny. <laughs> See, that was done funny in this movie. It, there's not, it's not unintentional funny to me, and it's not funny when I see it. Like, well, a dog exploding for no reason is funny because <laughs> I didn't, I didn't realize that they shot it. I just thought the dog blew up. I'm like, why did this happen? <laughs> what were you watching? The, ori just, just the original ending, the, the original ending, the dog was gonna throw a lit match, but they, but then the the <laughs> fire police showed up and said that doesn't work. <laughs> uh, I'm not now. Yeah, the fire police. <sighs> <laughs> but the kills are great. That the oh. boyfriend's kill oh. fucking tremendous. Oh. Mm -hmm. yes. oh. 
Everything in it, everything in it is just so brutal. Even when Arkin first discovers all the traps, and he puts the phone up to his ear. Oh, the oh stabs yeah. him in the ear. Oh, yeah. oh my god! Then, yeah, like, who has a landmine? Wire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then you can see the razor wire in the room, and like you just see when the lightning flashes, how you can like just barely see yeah. it, and then he like gets his cheek cut. Love oh, that. And the fish hooks, everything. Oh, an eyelid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, they do everything. They pull teeth out, and there's like they do. They gave you all the yes. cringe. The only thing they didn't do is is do the old Slitterooney of the back of the foot. And you, yeah, your Achilles. Oh, sorry. Shit, I just hit my mic. I, it's not a, an episode <laughs> if I don't hit my mic stand. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> That's how you should end it. Good night. Yeah. Right. Good yeah, that should be the right. we, we can never figure out how to end the show. That should be it. <laughs> yeah. Good night. <laughs> and God bless my forehead. The roaches. Yeah. I, I I wish we would have saw it. I want to see them going inside. It's a it's a creative fucking scary thing. You know what I mean? Burning them so they had nowhere to go. I mean, he cut them so they could go inside his body. I wish they would have showed us that. It seems like they teased us with it. And can you I'm ask not your father-in-law that you can burn roaches to get them angry too. I want to know if that's uh, if that's a thing. Get them angry. He wasn't trying to get them angry. Angry roaches. Survival mode. They have nowhere else to go. They're gonna burn in this jar. Oh, the they're happy. They they're go. angry when that's happening. Well, of course they're angry. This guy was smoking a roach. <laughs> Eat the roach. <laughs> You're right, Dave. They should have shown that. They should have showed it crawling into the skin. Yeah, they did in Sinister too, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Sinister could, two is underrated. Watch. Did they do a kill like that in Sleepaway Camp Four with Big Pussy from The Sopranos with the rats? Yeah. Oh. And, and then and then yeah. they're just camping out there for the rest of the fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> they're at Sleepaway Camp within his digestive tract. <laughs> squeak squeak. Unbelievable. Sorry. The, the caliber of... <laughs> <laughs> I even am ashamed that I cracked that joke. <laughs> squeak, squeak. You know what else was funny? There was an electrocution, and it was actually funny because he was the guy. In there. <laughs> that was fucking hysterical. I the guy love kept that. that up. That was so good. They're so ready. They're so yeah. ready. Him and the little girl. They're like, all right, we're gonna do this. Yeah. And then her face, when she realizes that it's some other guy. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Would have been better if Arkin yelled at him, what are you doing out of your box? I just put you back in your box. <laughs> See, I, I got confused with that the little Like, we knew he was getting electrocuted, but they had to, like, digitally put in those little electric boats, I think, to show it. Of course. You got to. It's not as bad as back in the days of wrestling. Oh, the Mountie. And you're familiar with the Mountie. Uh, Christian, there used to be a wrestler called the Mountie. Look at that face. Anything wrestling, not familiar with. You never knew about the Mountie? I never knew. The only thing I know is like Hulk Hogan, a guy called the Iron Sheik. I remember the Mountie. And Bret Hart. What about Bret Hart, Canada's hero? I know the name. I don't know. You don't know Bret Hart? Come on. Anyway. I I didn't watch wrestling. I don't watch wrestling either, but everyone knows Bret Hart. We could go into sports and the amount of players that people are like, yeah, you know, so I'm like, no, like just general knowledge. I should know these names. No clue. No. What clue do you live in a cave in Oshawa? No, I just don't care. 
like Dave says about like all the commercials that or whatever. I don't watch this. I don't watch. I for whatever reason like just wrestling and sp- and sports for the most part, just no no knowledge of or interest in. Just, That's just okay. Gone. Okay. Well, there so used no. to be a wrestler called. Okay, there used to be a wrestler called the Mountie, right? And he was playing a, a, a Mountie, obviously, and he. <laughs> Hit a baton, like a shock thing. <laughs> Christian's face when you said, and he's playing a mountain, of course. Get the fuck out with this shit. <laughs> all right, all right. You know those shock things, the fucking batons that they shock them with, the mounties? So he carried this thing around. So anytime on wrestling, when he would shock somebody, <laughs> they would play this fucking thing over the speakers in the arena. It was like a zoom, zoom, like an electric. <laughs> it wasn't... So that's what I was thinking of. When you were talking about the noises they were playing for the electrocution, can you believe they did that in wrestling? They fucking. They... <laughs> I gotta see them. The mountain. I, I am the mountain. Because no one else would have known what was going on unless they had those sound effects. <laughs> <For the fans. laughs> Basically, yeah, they were, they were playing for kids. And just so you know, this is an electrocution. We're gonna play that the fucking Frankenstein noise. <laughs> 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 okay. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> What else is funny? No, that, that, that fake out with the cop. I, I wish they would have done that a little bit better. He should have had something shiny in his hand so it looks like it would be believable that he thought that was the killer because he had a knife in his hand, right? Then you see the cop rescuing the girl. He should have had his gun out or something. It's, it's, it's just too... It was a little bit of a cheat for me. Do you always you know, take your gun out to rescue little girls? Of course not. I'm going to rescue this girl. Let me get my gun out. So I can point it at the back of her head as I rescue her. I know it's what you're saying. Move on. Yeah. Let's move it, bitch. <laughs> it would have been believable more, I think, if there would have been a reason for him to think that. That's all. You know? Because you, you, usually when you see that in movies and there's like an object in the hand, that's the giveaway. You know what I mean? Oh, I thought that this was the killer because he had dark on and this and that. And it was, a, you know, he had something that flashy in his hand it, it like, would have been might. better if this was took place in canada and it was a mountain that shocked the girl <laughs> <laughs> which mounties don't do i i don't even know where the cattle prod thing came from <laughs> it is a cattle pride you're right boy do they have guns do they kill yes. the guns firearms yeah, yeah. What, what are we? the keystone cops <laughs> in the fucking, fucking uk even the horses carry guns he's like fucking b arthur <laughs> Yes! B. Arthur? No, no, no. Rose Clanahan. I'm sorry. No, 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 Blanche. That's what you sounded like. Yes! Only on this show will you get a Golden Girls reference. Damn straight. That'd be good. A Golden... We should get the Golden Girls in our movies Podcast? somehow. Yeah. No, yeah. We're called Betty White. Well, yeah. Betty White's yeah. the only one that can do it. Everybody else oh. would be skeletons. <laughs> That's pretty mean. Right. But it would make for a good sitcom. Was... Imagine that. They bring it back. What? The Golden Girls. It's just B. Arthur with, with a bunch of mummified corpses. Around the... Has there been, has there been a, porn <laughs> version, a porn version called the Golden Shower Girls? Like, it's, <laughs> there's got to be, right? There's I'm gotta, sure there is. There's got to be. Like, just I, if I, not, Google it be in our... see. Yeah, yeah. It'll be in my movie. I, I kind of want to Google it, but I don't want to see the results. Stanley! <laughs> Stanley, you're pissing on me again. Thank variety you for of pissing results. on me. <laughs> P. Arthur? No. P. Arthur. Arthur. P. Arthur? P. Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> the golden shower, girls. That's the best. 
That would be crazy. That could be in our movie. And you know what we can do? We could be recording the podcast in the beginning, and I could go pee into the fucking thing in the laundry room, and the Golden Girls are in there, and it's the Golden Shower Girls. And that song comes up. What was that? The theme song? You know it, Dave, obviously. Not take Thank a you look for being at me a friend, now. of course. Thank you for being a friend. Why would you take a look at me now? Phil Collins came into my head. Thank you for being <laughs> a friend. Yeah. Take against all odds. He's doing against all odds. <laughs> yeah. The Golden Girls. <laughs> now, that would be funny. Put, play the Golden Girls intro, lower the sound, and play Phil Collins instead. <laughs> oh, I want to try it. How about, if it's, how about if it's Phil Collins peeing on them? We're off the fucking rails. Yeah, we are <laughs> off the rails. I was I mentioned the little girl from the nanny. All grown up in this. Oh yeah. All grown up. That's the, the older with, sister. Uh, what's her, Jill. With that, uh, oh her. Man. Yeah. What's that? You know what she reminds me of? Um, what's her name? Darcy the male girl, like a younger version of her. That's what I kept thinking about when I saw her. I could no? see a little. Or... Just, just a little bit. Just yeah. I don't know. Just reminded me of her a little yeah. bit. She was in. She was in California. The female. <laughs> no, she was in a uh, Californication too. Yeah, yeah, she's done a career. Show. She's done, a, yeah, she's done a lot. You know what she wasn't in? The collection. You didn't make it. <laughs> Which we gotta get to. Who the fuck did? <laughs> no, but I like that. Like, even she's not even trustworthy of Arkin. She's like freaking out, and he can't. He, this is like the theme of the movie. Arkin can't seem to get anyone to trust him initially. Everyone freaks out and gets themselves killed. Because he broke into their house. They don't know. They don't really know who. They just know he's not supposed to be here either. (laughs) Oh, you played tea with my daughter earlier? No problem. Save the day. No, they're like freaked out. He broke into the house. That scene. Yeah. Yeah, that scene. And he didn't say anything about the spider. I can't believe it. If I was me and I was playing tea innocently with this girl for fun because she asked me to, you could tell when the father looks at her, he. I mean, being a father of of of, of a of, of a girl, there's a little bit of a fucking wow. What are you doing hanging out with my little girl this age? And you know, there's something underlying there. I'm not. We know it's innocent. He misses his own daughter. He's just being a nice guy, whatever. But I mean, so that's already been cast on him. And then the spider crawls in the bear. How the fuck do you not say something if you're Arkin? It's I'm gonna glad Arkin did. If, if that was my room, I'm glad Arkin wouldn't have said anything because I wouldn't have been able to sleep if I had known there was a spider loose in my room. I'd be like, just Me don't too. say anything. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. What if that you know how many times we see one crawling up the white wall behind you? We don't see a thing? Yeah. There's one right, right now. I'm not, I'm not afraid of any spider in New York, but that was a poisonous spider. What about Spider Rico? <laughs> is, that, is that another Rocky. wrestler? Rocky. Rocky, you dumb, you dumb shit. Spider Rico. Find one. <laughs> He's supposed to be the fucking king of the Rocky fans. He doesn't know Spider Rico. Of, why am I King of the Rocky fan? I never said Because you that. love every movie. You're, you're Mr. Harry Potter. What, what's your favorite oh, franchise? Uh, Harry fucking Potter. Have you said that, Dave? I said it's after Star Wars, it probably is the best franchise, yeah. All right. What? I can respect See? that. See? <laughs> fucking great. Have you guys watched it? Watch. Watch Harry Potter. Watch every fucking movie. I've seen them all. I do, enjoy, I do enjoy them. I've uh, seen them all. Christian. Do a marathon. Christian, do a marathon. Should, we, should we spin off and start our own podcast? How about Beyond the Screen 2? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get we'll get Omar Epps as our third. Omar oh, Epps? Omar was a, Epps. Or was it Cuba Gooding? Not Cuba Gooding. What was the, what was the actor at the beginning? Of what? Scream 2. 
Omarettes. Oh, it is Omarettes. That's why I said Beyond the Screen too. He'll oh. be our third host. Oh my I got God. you. <laughs> oh, God. All right. <laughs> that could have been any movie, any sequel. <laughs> I'm just gonna gorge myself. <laughs> yeah, you sh- yeah, I think you should. Like what oh. the hell? Gordon, Gordon, that shirt. <laughs> well, I do realize it's like I might as well just like have it. Like I got a, I got a button right up to the top. I like that shirt. I, I like, do too. I, I just like too. teasing him about it. Is there any way you could put your head inside it before you button it up? <laughs> <laughs> he gets one haircut in like twelve months, and now he's all Mister like Juke, uh, Juke. <laughs> Mister Dookie, <laughs> Juki, Mister Juki Dookie. <laughs> A combination of Jew and Dookie? No, you know? I meant to say G-Q. GQ. It came out Jew-Q. <laughs> Mr. Jew-Q. That could be in our movie, too. You're looking all GQ. Look at me. I'm looking at all that Jew-Q. Was a, it was just me. Fancy with a yarmulke? Yeah, on the cover. Name. Yeah, yeah. I meant GQ. Uh. And I don't know what happened. Holy <laughs> shit. He always has these racist jokes that he doesn't mean. What did you say the one time? Uh, so you said Juq. What was the other one that you said? Well, uh, I don't want to say it again because I did tongue in cheek, but it didn't come out cheek. Tongue in cheek, he said. Yeah, I but I didn't mean it. Like it's just. I know. Obviously. I guess, just, I guess subconsciously, I'm just a horrible racist. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. Maybe don't come at us. I want to go on bloody disgusting. Is, is anybody on bloody disgusting? Yeah. English or Chinese? <laughs> Please come at me. <laughs> that's, just like, that's like a change my mind. Fight me. You're right. I come like at the, me, I folks. like the collection better than the collector. Fight me. Eh? <laughs> there you go. Mind. That shirt looks good on change you. My change my mind. My mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that prick. <laughs> okay, here's an issue. Here is the issue. Why they make a big production, the guy tells him, Oh my God! He goes. You're, no one is gonna escape this house alive. He goes. You're not. You're not one of the collected. He only collects certain people. You guys are all dead. You got to get out. And then at the end of the day, because he, it's like he picks certain people to be the collected. Why the fuck does Arkin deserve to be the collected? Well, because he sense. just he just gave him a run for its money. Yeah. You literally went the distance. He. You're, you're Ark, Arkin, belo- Arkin belongs in the collection. Yeah. Are you confusing yeah. part two also? Like, are you talking no. about the kid who says... Uh... No, 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 listen to me. The guy in the box, when he gets let out, the collected oh, guy. the guy in the box. The collected, and he tells him, nobody in this house is going to escape alive. I'm yeah. the collected. The rest of you are going to get killed. So... But I guess that you could say he earned his respect, and that's why he gets to be collected. He upgraded. Yeah, a, a, he upgraded. yeah a better adversary, somebody worth having. Okay, that's fair. All right. There you go. It's not a compl- Again, when I get my rating, it, it, it's not a bad rating at all. I just had a few questions. More so with the next one. No, the question is, why would Larry be collected? What, is, what kind of fight did Larry he did nothing. at his He was a dummy. Exactly. Exactly. He got caught. Unless <laughs> <laughs> we didn't see, like, there could be a prequel. <laughs> <laughs> the collected yeah. Larry story. Yeah. <laughs> Larry's story. Larry. <laughs> Oh, man. I don't know. Does anyone have anything else? Because I think I read all my notes here. I got nothing. Nope. Yeah. nope. I'm surprised you talked about this long. And not in a bad way. It's, it, I find it a very straightforward but fun and effective little home invasion slasher-esque. Like, it's a slasher, I guess, in the sense of like the fact that it is one person stalking. 
Stalk him. Yes. <laughs> Look who's stalking, too. <laughs> On the move. <laughs> it's Larry. <laughs> Larry Fessenden? Yeah, <laughs> okay, anyway, um, Holly, 1 to 10. I'm giving this an 8. I, especially watching them back-to-back now. Um, this it had a lot of tension that I liked. I loved the, um, again, when uh, the, the boyfriend and the daughter were there. Like, the yeah. dance that they do it's like they're so close like they're making out like his ankle brushes against a wire like she almost steps on something it's so tense and yeah it's it's fun i love saw too saw as well <laughs> and so i love seeing all these traps and yeah it's fun just kind of turn your brain off when it comes to the traps and it's a fun ride awesome i agree with the saw stuff this one, not so much the second. It's it's filmed a lot like Saw, like the the, the color palette, the friggin' the, the quick cuts and the mm-hmm. the stuff they do. It's very much like the, like the Saw movies. You can tell that it, it came from them. And uh, my rating is the same, eight out of ten. So there you go. All the nitp- I wasn't nitpicking, but it's still mm-hmm. great regardless. I'm the, I'm the same, eight out of ten actually. <laughs> wow. Really? Wow. Yeah. What, well, what are you giving the, yeah, what are you the second you're, one? You're, Sixteen out of ten? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, oh, the second one's so much better. I didn't say this. Did I ever utter those words? <laughs> no, no, you didn't say those words. But for comedic effect, it's better. <laughs> of course. For comedic, we take everything to extreme. What is your I rating? It, like anybody I give it an eight and a half out of ten, and my dad gives it a nine out of ten. Wow. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did Pretty he have to cool. turn away with the with the ambulance? All right. Scene? What's that? <laughs> yeah, he saw it in the back. I saw you broke up. <laughs> I heard something with the ambulance. It's unreal. Oh wow, that's freaky too. Yes. I didn't even think about that. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like, oh my god, mom, the collector got dead. <laughs> I was gonna make the joke earlier, and I'm like, eh, maybe it's too soon. But thirty minutes later, yeah. no problem. <laughs> not too soon. It's been no, it's been longer than ten years. Math is not our strong suit. No, no. Or memory for that, I'm a man. fucking math teacher, and I'm like, that was like almost 10 years ago, even though it was almost 13 years ago. All right. I, I, I totally lost my train of thought. No? Are the we collection. doing the collection? Yeah. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. I was just looking up the third one that got canceled, and you know, not only was the girl from this one supposed to be in it again, but you know what character is listed in the credits for the third one? Cindy. Wasn't that the daughter's name? They were going to bring Arkin's daughter back for the third one. Oh. Are you serious? So they were going to do what they should they do. They never... Okay. Uh, yeah. We, well, let's get into it. And I'll, like, you, the nitpick about the daughter. First, there's like one seed in a hospital that... Okay, if they, they either wedge the daughter in there or mention her. They don't do either. And he still didn't care. The fact that you... The fact that... Oh, like, it's I mean, stupid. He tells his wife, you got to go to your mother. You got to get out of here. Okay. Take Cindy so they with you. Reference. Put that extra okay. line in there. Take Cindy with you. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. And then they would shut you fucking guys up. About the <laughs> well, you're a parent. If this was you, wouldn't that be the first question out of your mouth? First of all, the wife, last time you talked to her, she was busting your fucking balls. I don't even know if they're married or not, okay? She's up his ass, this and giving him a hard time. The fir- He wakes up from a coma. Wouldn't the first thing you say, you know, where's Francesca? You know, where's my daughter? It's the, she's not even mentioned. Get the fuck out of here. 
It would have been so easy. It, it's a weird them. thing. I don't know why they didn't do it. It is weird. I'm gonna. I think, yeah. Does it affect my overall rating? Absolutely not. But it is weird. But let's maybe introduce it first. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. <laughs> the collection, 2012. A man who escapes from the vicious grips of a serial killer known as the Collector is then forced to help rescue an innocent girl from the killer's booby trap lair. That's what I said. Booby trap. I know you did. Booby trap. Yes. Booby trap. <laughs> it's not funny. That's what I said. <laughs> we get Shooter McGavin in this. Yeah. Oh, that's who that cat is. Okay. That's who All that right. cat is. Why is everyone a cat to you? Like, no cats in this room. <laughs> yeah, I Look. totally saw this, not knowing that it was a sequel, because just that description, it doesn't say like, um, you know, facing off again with the collector or anything. And then the beginning, you have his what I thought we were just like thrown into this, you know, like it was just a oh, we're just going from zero to 60. And then you don't get that explanation with the daughter. So there isn't there was never any part where I was like, did I miss something? Perfect. It was from just a like, sequel standpoint, then yeah. I, you can almost say, great. But from, from mm-hmm. not from a sequel, from a movie standpoint, from a sequel standpoint, right. yeah, now you've got some yes. questions that, like, yeah. I can see having some issues with. Like, why couldn't they make a mention of the daughter? I get it. I, I thought of it after the scene happened. I said, hey, they didn't even mention her. That's kind of it's odd. A t- it's a tiny nitpick for a yeah. film that is yeah. an hour and 15 minutes long. It it has zero character development. I do not care about any of these characters like I did the family and Arkin in part one. And it just, I don't know. It just, every the traps feel so much more forced and so much more ridiculous. And they're even ripping off their own movies. I mean, the whole rave scene with the friend, with Missy, is, is the Saw 5 trap. It's, it's, it's Strom, except it's coming down this way versus coming this way. I, I mean, it's literally ripping off saw traps at this point. It's cool, though. I don't care about that. That's cool. I, 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 I see, I do, because I see it. I'm like, oh, this is Saw 5, except nobody's like, like, there's no no Klaus or music playing over it. Yeah, I, I, I again, it, it's the, the problem I had with it is, okay, it's CG. You get some massive CG gore at the beginning, especially with when in that in that rave sequence. But, you know, put that aside, knowing it's a sign of the times. Did Dave freeze on us now? Oh no! No, oh, he's, he's just oh. he's just bored. <laughs> <laughs> he's just no, like... no, no, <laughs> no! I looked at my notes so that yeah, I, I mean... my questions. <laughs> Talk about like I mean I'm surprised nobody said it yet. You guys nitpick like oh my god, how did he have so much time to set up the house? How did he have time to set up this secret rave? And did he have to say never more to get in there to set it up? Yeah, yeah. I mean <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're, yeah, we're asked to yeah. excuse a lot. And that, again, that's not my complaint. That's horror movie stuff. Yes, it doesn't make the most sense, no, but I'm not going to think too deep about it. What I am going to think about is everything that happens in part one, wh- how come this guy is in part two and he, he hasn't been arrested? He, they literally said that his address is called fucking, or his company's called whatever, the Shining fucking Roach Killers, whatever, and this is his address. How come... They know what this guy is. He was hired. So anybody can look in their fucking phone book or whatever the hell they want to do and call this guy and find a location for a bug killer. How is he not arrested? They knew exactly where they had to go. They set it up at the end of the movie. He should be arrested. He should be gone. What the hell happened, again, with the daughter? No mention of the daughter or or any of that stuff. 
between one and two. Why is the wife still alive? We know that she never paid these loan sharks this big money that they were completely sweating, which was the entire basis of part one, is getting this money to these people on time. They're bad people. Something bad's going to happen to me. Well, obviously, she never got the fucking money. How is she? How come she doesn't have a scar on her? It's not even mentioned when he wakes up. Hey, did, did, did you get money to those people on time? Nothing. Not a fucking word is said. It's just... That's what I don't like. They blow it off. Yeah. And then the biggest problem of them all, why the fuck would this guy have all these traps set up in his own fucking house? He has the people trapped already. They're chained to walls. Number one, he doesn't need them. The people are already there. If you want to set up one trap in case someone infiltrates your place like Jigsaw did, fine. But why would your lair have a fucking million traps in it when nobody's going to be in there? It's all your victims did that are already... Did it have a million up. traps, or did it just have rooms that he was... Oh, my God. It, there were a lot of traps, but yeah. Abby made the comment one time that um, he's testing me again. So I thought of it as, you know, if he has multiple people like Abby around there, and if they do happen to escape their room that they're in, then they're not getting out. If they're yeah. running, then they're just going to get caught in one of his traps. I think that's it because they you see a lot okay. they even make a point of showing like a lot of collection boxes meaning mm -hmm. he's collected a lot of people and a lot of them were alive there. I mean you see the guy he, like yeah. Yeah, cuts better the people under out. the stairs than the people under the stairs. Like these are the people <laughs> this is what the people under the stairs should have looked yeah. like. Yeah, like or, all the guy all the people yeah. he has drugged and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know that okay, you know I can live with that. Thank you, Holly. Okay, that's I can live with you that. know what? They they could have upped this and made Arkin even more more badass if they had just acknowledged that that the wife and daughter were killed as a result of well, him. He had not nothing to live for, like he has nothing yeah. to lose. Yeah. So you're right. right. They could have actually made yeah. a character arc but and not have the wife, because there was no emotional attachment other than maybe the questions I answered as to why the fuck uh, did you get the money, whatever. Just say your wife and daughter your your wife's dead. Your daughter's missing. We don't we don't know what's happened yeah. with her. They could have left it at that, and him just being like, "What the fuck," and then being yeah. thrown into the situation. It gives him nothing to have to go home for. He could still be scared about going in initially, but then realize that well, he's got nothing to go back to. So why not? And if they did say like your wife is your wife is dead, your child's missing, that would have given him. More reason, in. yeah. He would have, yeah, he wouldn't man. have been like, you know, I don't want to be, because that was kind of shitty yeah. too. To be like, yeah, I'll help you. I, I'll help you. I'm not going in, and then they force him. This would give him a reason to want to go to look for his daughter. And his daughter's in there, and he finds her, and Hoffman carries her out <laughs> and takes credit for it. <laughs> you were supposed to be the hero. The hero. <laughs> <laughs> Christian's, that's Christian's best impression. Is his show. I love Christian's show. <laughs> <laughs> they would do a remake. <laughs> uh, and what about the people that are tied up? They're chained to the wall, right? Yet when everybody walks in, they're able to fucking touch everybody that walks in the house. If you're if you're Arkin, or Arkin, if you're the collector, why would you make it so they can reach you and attack you? You know, it's, everybody comes out at once, like fucking, what's that? Like, else of a thousand corpses in, in the end when all these people are coming in. Why would you even have them like that if they're collected? I just, I, just I some can't of argue the, against anything you're saying. Like, it, it is yeah, a bit stupid, but it's fun. It's still, I, I, I had fun with it. It's like going through, a, like, an escape room, like a Saw movie. But yeah, it, the reasoning behind it is a little silly, but I think Holly at least 
gives some sense of reason like maybe it's a testing zone for his traps and to get people out there and like we she's one of the one of the key um like she she says oh he's testing again and like we're not gonna we're gonna die and and she's freaked out whatever but obviously tons of other people have done it too it's the only thing i could think of that will help me make sense of it but i'm not a like you're right it's silly it is silly yeah it is there's, <laughs> silly. there's the silly things here what, what's, the de- what's the deal with with elena with with her family like i mean i know the, the whole setup at the beginning her mother died and her father's like taking custody what, what does her father do why did they set it up like he's like a gangster and then this lucello character's been looking at her like what what is this like it just it seems goofy well it seems seems fucking i think he was just forced. rich just they rich money. yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah Lu- lucello the one from oz yeah um he was the one that saved her from the car fire so that I get, but I yeah, get, that's yeah. Right. it's it's he's weird safe, to yeah. it's weird to have the setup of just like no explanation. Like he's rich and he has like these private security or whatever with him all the time. So yeah, it was it's weird, but I don't know. It was just a, an odd odd addition to what was going on. And and, and yeah. the collector is rich himself. You know how rich he would have to be to have that fuck. I mean, Jigsaw. You know, yeah, we've said he'd have to be rich, too. But he had a really good job. This guy was a fucking bug killer. He's the organ man. And he's fucking loaded. He has this, he has a club, he has those big water tanks in his base. It's like going to a fucking museum. No, but it turns out he's a top entomologist. Don't forget well, the okay. ending of this. Movie. That's true. He is a bug guy. He's, he's a, so he's a he, bug guy. He raises him and then he kills him. What an answer. You know what really bugs me? This guy. See? <laughs> <laughs> that should... <laughs> the the, the thing of having her have a hearing loss and doing absolutely nothing with that as a plot device is what is bizarre about that aspect. She heard she heard every word even after she lost her shoddy hearing aid. Your company makes shoddy hearing aids. It fell out of the wire showed. Yeah, it fell out That's of her a, ear. It's a behind the, the ear uh... hearing aid. It's it, it sits behind the ear in the oh sorry, my expert opinion. Uh, no, just so I don't it's offend him, okay. but no, but it sits behind the hearing aid, and the the wire goes in here. It's like, kind of like an earbud system, where you it it's a can, it's a Canadian hearing aid. It's it, it goes behind the ear in case it's somebody's not, behind you it, talking to you. It looked like a speaker wire was soldered to the side side of her fucking temple. It didn't look like a, a hearing aid looks. That's all I'm saying. It was just like a wire hanging. I'm like, what the fuck? I've seen plenty of hearing aids in my day. I've never looked in, and seen somebody from this side where their ear is showing and seen a wire hanging the way hers was. It was just, and yeah, I didn't it, notice it until the girl the pointed style. it out. Yeah, they could have done something. They could have done a Carlos kill with her. Yeah, they should have played on that ear. They should have, yeah. They, they, really, they should have not done thing. a Carlos kill mm-hmm. on her. No, I'm not saying I'm <laughs> Carlos kill, but they could have done something with it with it, where he, he, he where he torments her based on her fucking well, it, it falls down that's when i saw it was the brand that i that i i work for oh. and i'm like holy shit that's hilarious can we use it as a commercial i doubt it hey look the collector the collection <laughs> <laughs> massacre the competition it. <laughs> yeah but it falls down that's where i saw the, the brand name but where i'm going with it is they did nothing again you i think she literally goes boop Puts it back on. Done. Like, they could have been so much more. Like, what about a sequence if she was so reliant on it? Yes, what a common misconception would be that you totally can't hear a thing when you don't have it. But that's where you play around with reality and, and, and film reality and whatnot. Uh, and take it off and then she's immersed in silence. They have nothing like that. 
or some but, hearing loss. Uh, or, or something. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. They don't where really. Where she play. can't like hear somebody behind her or something. Yeah. But the only cool thing about that is it. We're so used to it being used as a plot device that you just expect it. So I kind of respect it for not using it as a plot device. But it's just odd now that they haven't, because you wouldn't expect that in this type of movie. You'd figure that in. <laughs> I'm freezing, aren't I? I'm freezing. Yeah. I. But on With my end, faces. on my end, everything will be a okay. <laughs> It will. That's why I always shut up and wait for it to finish. I uh, yeah, I know. I know. It works out. Still recording, but the faces that you freeze with, I want Dave to see them. <laughs> yeah, they're great. <laughs> so again, I don't know what you heard or anything. I'm just saying it's it's interesting that they didn't use it as a plot device. So I almost have to give it a bit of credit for that. It's just odd in a movie like this that it wasn't used. I do love yeah. one thing I do like about this is Arkin saves this movie. He goes toe to toe with the collector. I like the fact that the cuts on his arms. Our, our roadmap leading that back cool. to that was really yeah. cool yeah really well cool. done yeah i like how it pulled right up in front it should have been a little bit off where they were like they have to do a little <laughs> walking to find the place but he was like military like i'm surprised they didn't pull up and it said collector lives here the cattle pump sound that you're like <laughs> <laughs> yeah the mount then the mountain comes the mountain <laughs> Uh, did you <laughs> Did you see the name of the hotel? Argento. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. That was cool. Very cool. Hotel Argento. Yep. You didn't yep. see that? Hotel Argento. And then it's a huge later fucking on sign on top of it. <laughs> I didn't and, see and it was on the door. And it was on the door when they were opening it when they first Yeah, a serial killer can't be here at all. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> totally. And the one door said oh. fuck Fulci. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> No, the collector is not here. Try the Hotel Bava. I didn't even think it was that funny. I just like it. <laughs> the ones that you don't find as funny are the ones that I think are hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm not laughing at the jokes. I'm more laughing at your reaction. I can lose your shit. I'll it. tell you. Funny. The funniest part of this movie is when that crazy wackadoo girl freaking steps on that thing and she gets Iron Maiden oh. and her shoes fell off. That was great. Her shoes fell off. I'm pretty sure we love when people's shoes fall off of the show. <laughs> it's, it's a jerky boy. You know the jerky boys? Yeah. Yeah. It's a Saul Rosenbergism. Yeah, she was. We should yeah. do that on every. Sh- that should be in our movie too. Every time someone's shoes fall off in a movie, shoes fall her, off. Ca- her character was creepy. And again, it's such a short film that they don't really get to do enough with her. Because the first time you see her, I she's agree. all she's all doll like and it's creepy. And that's the only time I noticed the music. It sounded like Nightmare on Elm Street music huh. when you're with Abby. And uh, but again, it's it's very quick. You know, even Elena says, "Oh, you can't trust her." Like, why is she jumping to this conclusion? So quickly. I feel like I feel like they gave it the Rocky Four that we were talking about earlier. Although you love Rocky Four, I think what they did is they stripped it down to get to the good mm-hmm. stuff and keep it boom, 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 boom. And that's why I said it's I, I, I both my daughter and I enjoyed it more than the first one. We didn't. We I feel like my ratings are going to be well. My rating is identical. It's just the the fact <gasps> is it's just enjoyable from from start to finish. We're just like this is a hell of a lot of fun. And the first one, I think, was scarier and more effective from from that standpoint. But this was just more fun to watch. 
and it felt yeah. like you're watching an off, more of an offshoot of Saw in a sense. Like again, like the CG gore, they use it throughout, but they still had enough practical, I think, to keep you grounded. Where it's like it didn't go full CG. Like you know, they mm-hmm. did it with some of the rotor blades, but then they would intercut some practical in there as well. Like when she gets Iron Maiden and her shoes fall off, Dave, I think that you just see this big shot of blood just shooting and like just spraying at her from inside the machine it's oh it's, it's great funny. I and love the end that. credits are great because they end up <laughs> reliving everybody's death in the movie and then freezing it on the worst part like on purpose and it put their name starring yeah like when well, that one person's head got crushed and yes. it's totally crushed down to a pulp starry <laughs> and her credit comes on at that point i thought that was hilarious <laughs> And I liked her too, and I liked the crazy girl, you know, that wackadoo fucking girl. And I think that they had more charisma than the girl that was our lead. Something about her delivery, and I don't know. I just, I, like I don't know. She just didn't sucking, grab me. Uh, blood, uh, bloodthirsty free, uh, uh, blood bastards. The one, uh, the vampire one. She's the mean. <laughs> blood she's the sucking li- bastards. Get it oh, right. <laughs> and her. I guess I don't. I guess she was fine in that one. I guess I don't think. I don't know. I thought her. I thought she was a little bland. Yeah, I I did too. She, um, and then when she, I hesitate to call her like a final girl. I mean, she was she was cool like at the end when she's, you know, doing all that stuff to save Arkin, but um, she just didn't have that like, I don't know, some like charisma. That like kept me rooting for her. It it was only, yeah, yeah. It was only when, yeah, it was when she was saving Arkin. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, fuck yeah, and it's because I wanted him to live. It wasn't rooting for her. Yep, exactly. Uh, That was the best thing she did the whole movie. It was great. Yeah, something. Speaking the truth. Now, Dave, yeah. can you ask again your father? Was she able to touch that door, or would it have been like would it have been steamy hot? Because my daughter's like, she can't touch that door because the fire was all encompassed. I'm like, you know what? Let me ask Dave. And then yeah, Dave, you relay that. In, like, ask the fire police if if you could touch the, that the door. The chief of the chief of the fire police. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of things that need we need cliffhangers on here that need retired. to be resolved. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. oh, tired. Fire has changed a lot in the last 20 years. <laughs> a lot of new technology with that fire. Yeah. It's so much hotter than I remember. <laughs> now you can play with matches. It doesn't lead to any fires. Play with matches, kids. It's fine. Matches of gasoline? Yeah. Well, they call it a book of matches. I never read one. <laughs> oh. Why do they call it a candle opera? Nobody's singing. I don't know. <laughs> I had some cringe moments on this film. First of all, the First tarantulas, what? the tarantulas. Oh, all going uh, in the same place. Yeah. That, that just reminded me of a uh, chopping wall. That's a Fulciism too, though. Yeah. That's chopping. a Fulciism, but it reminded me of chopping wall when she's hiding in the store, in the pet store and the tarantulas fall while the oh, box yeah. looking for her. She's hiding yeah. underneath Kelly Malone. Follow the spiders. Follow yeah. the spiders. You know what that is, right? <laughs> Harry Hold on. Potter. Yeah. Harry Potter. <laughs> Of course, yes. <laughs> All of the spiders. <laughs> Harry Potter. <Franchise. laughs> Christian's look of disappointment. <laughs> nice. Well, it's okay. Sorry. See, watch them all in order. Do a marathon like a saw thing. One a day for the next eight days. What did he miss? What did he not say? Sorry. Oh, I've seen them all. Harry Potter. I was. I was, I was on mute. Back. What happened? 
Oh, no, it was a Harry Potter thing. Follow oh, the Harry Potter. But did your dad keep shooting ratings? I said eight and a half, not nine. <laughs> eight and a half. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's going on? There's a lot going on here. <laughs> Oh, no. All right. Here's what's great, and then I have nothing else to say. The part when he drops down from the ceiling, they do, they do the kill like uh, in Funhouse when the hook comes down and he gets that guy and pulls oh, him up and then he comes yeah. down and slaughters everybody at once. That's a fucking badass scene. There's some good kills there. Um, the thing with the, the arm being broken and oh. having escape. Oh, and then that is the most cringy. Dude, that's, oh, the other, that's, the, that's the other cringe moment oh. that I didn't mention. Oh. The spiders and the arm break. Brutal. Mm-hmm. But... As far as that arm goes, there's a problem with it because all of a sudden, this this guy with a broken fucking arm is able to push and fucking knock the guy down the fucking chute at the end of the movie. The collector <laughs> makes no sense, but whatever. He's using his yeah. good arm. <laughs> Michael Myers drove him over a new arm. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Got him a, a prosthesis. Uh. Oh, that that trap where the girl gets taken, that Paz character, the team member, the female team member, oh, and she gets yeah. sucked up and I, I felt mm-hmm. like it was kind of like wee. Yes. And she's like yep. sliding. Like it's like a down the hallway. Yeah. Reminded me of the flat yeah. guy from Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I almost expected her to go into like a little tiny. Shoot. Just need like a slide whistle to go with her. Just. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The more you guys talk about it, the more I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like, I can't disagree with any of this shit. But it's it's fun. Like I said, the first one's scarier and more effective in that way. This is just a a fun ride. But I I agree. This could have been elevated by just paying a little bit more attention to some script details. As we already mentioned with the, the wife and daughter. And it could have set up for a potential sequel with the daughter. Because now with her being coming back, if that was the plan for the third... It's weird because they ignored her. So mm-hmm. like, why not? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm freezing again. I know I am. I know I am. Again. <laughs> yeah, I was about to take a picture. I was about to take a picture. Yeah. But see, that's what I said in chat. I knew it was going to happen. I said, um, tomorrow, I said, <laughs> I said, I'm going to ask the questions. And you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that doesn't make sense. I didn't think about that. And that's, in essence, it's what you're saying. It's one of those instances where I know when I'm watching a movie, I'm going to question things and because you say it, you go, oh, yeah, sometimes I don't see what Dave sees. You yeah. said that to me a few times. I'm like, it's just one of those things. Sometimes they pop up, and I'm like, well, but the, in this case, we all saw it, but you didn't. But it's okay. It's, you know. I saw something weird. even in the club scene when Elaine is in the back and her boyfriend walks by her and he trips the, the trap that kills him and that girl standing next to him. She goes back out to, to her friend who gets trapped in the cage, and there are still people alive in the back. And then when she comes back, everyone's dead. And the one girl sitting there with her throat slit. What happened? Like it was like. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. It was it was very shoddy the way that was done. It, it yeah. looked cool. The throat slit looked cool, but what happened? Like she walked back. There were five people alive. She walked back. The five people were dead. Arkin standing in the back of the room trying to escape. That's when he first leaves her. I don't know. I guess you assume the collector came through. Yeah. But then another, again, it, there's a yeah. lot left up that we don't yeah. see. Yeah. There's so much left up. Like, yeah, he focuses in on her, but he, the, the, again, he has Arkin as bait in a random room that she ends up seeing, but he focuses in on her because she punches a guy in the face, her boyfriend. And yeah. She's, yeah. She's one tough, but it just seems weird. Is he ordering a pizza? That's what I, that's my thought. Yep. yep. <laughs> 
Spicy's Good not in the shower. Extra anchovy. Oh, somebody had, <laughs> somebody had mentioned um, Hellraiser Judgment earlier, and I feel like the inside of the hotel reminded me a lot of that aesthetic. Interesting, because they have Dave brought wow. Yeah, I've only I, seen it once, but maybe you're right. Yeah. And I felt like the club massacre was like Hellraiser 3. That's probably yeah. the only other scene like that as like a mass like yeah. execution within like a, a nightclub. I do like it. It's so it's ridiculous, awesome. but it's freaking it's it's awesome. But yeah. then, then when they show the bodies from overhead, you're like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Literally, that's that's the only reaction you have. Like, there's like 8,000 bodies. Here's a master serial killer who they're talking about is killing families Young, old, women, children, and he's like low key, and then he's killing this huge rave with like eight hundred people there. And it's just like yeah. Oh, it was fun. when I was watching this, um, my husband was like kind of in the room, and he saw the club scene. He walked to the kitchen. He came back. He was like, "Weren't these people alive?" I was like, "Yeah, they're all dead." He just walked away. <laughs> he's like, "I can't." <laughs> Is he not into horror? No, he's not. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's like a ghost ship beginning. It's a ghost ship. Yeah. Actually, though, I probably I don't hate ghost ship. A lot of people do, but a lot of people I've heard them say that the beginning is great. They have that group massacre, and the rest of the movie is, is shitty. I, I I saw for the first time whenever we did the one with twenty two shots for whatever year it was, and I actually liked it more than I thought I was gonna. And it's kind of the same thing for me here. The the the, the, the intro, the intro, the massacre. I think is the best part of the movie. I really enjoyed it. And the rest of the movie is just fine. But I don't know. Great, great beginning. Ah, oh, man, fuck. In the crushed head. You're right. I don't care that it was a Saw 5 thing. This is different. They're all getting crushed at once. And uh, it's kind of yeah. an emotional scene. The girl's there. It is. And, yeah. Like, but you know, yeah. you, I can assume like best friends. And there's right. there's no way out. You know what's about to happen. And the brother, they, I mean, at least they set them up a little bit. Like, she's like helping her brother, like, right. get advice. Because he clearly likes Elena. And right. uh, but then he's in the club saying nice, nice shoes, shoes to everyone. Hilarious! <laughs> 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 it's funny. And then and, and then yeah. everyone's dead in two seconds. It's like what? Like the tiny bit of character development you did that they're all dead. And now you're gonna yeah, those bring two in a, should have survived. I want to bring those two. Yeah, 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 you're gonna bring in a SWAT team. <laughs> uh, I mean, hey, but it's crazy, and and I like some of the crazy areas it goes. Like I said, better people under the stairs than the people under the stairs. You've got a. Elevator shaft of fucking body parts at the ground. This thing's gonna stink to high fucking heaven, and 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 no one seems to be going to the Dar the Arteria Argento Hotel, the Argento Hotel, <laughs> or Hotel Argento, and no one's going to call it the Dario Argento Hotel, <laughs> <laughs> sir Dario Argento. Uh, no one's no one's going there. It's it's ridiculous, but for whatever reason, I love the wacky way and route this took. Uh, I'm not saying I disagree with what you're saying, though. It's just this was more fun to watch, and I could see being something that I'd put on just for shits and giggles. Shits it's just too much walking mm -hmm. around the second half. By the time they get to the the, the hotel, it's, it's just, I don't know, minutes. Arkin's with them. He's separated. Elena's escapes, and she's taken again, and they're just walking around. And finally they meet up, and they're like, Lucello. <laughs> Elena. You're up and down a flight of stairs in the first one over and over again. You're up, you're but down. But the tension's there because they're playing cat and mouse because Arkin's trying to be undetected and it's like, right, I agree. you're kind of like mm -hmm. on edge with him. Yep. Yeah. But I, I'm not saying this one's not fun. It is a fun no. showcase of gore and kills, but I don't. I just don't have it on the level of the first. Yeah. I'd probably yeah. have it on the level of Ghost Ship, though. 
I don't hate ghost ghost ship. Yeah, I don't hate ghost ship. That's that's why I was so shocked when I found out this was a sequel because I thought like yeah, ghost ship starts out you know up here, and so I was like, all right, this is the movie that I'm watching. I'm like, oh, it's a sequel. (laughs) (laughs) Man. I don't, I don't know if there's much more to add. Like to be honest, like I, no. I, I feel, like I, I, I feel like they get enough right, uh, and like I said, and it's fast paced. And my ratings was the exact same. I'm, I, I thought, wow, this is solid two films. I kind of wish they they went on. I, I give it an eight out of ten. And I, I wish that we got a third. Maybe someday they'll get back to it. I'd All rather right. have this three? than lay the rest three. That that I've I've heard was you leave you leave Chrome Skull alone. At least Chrome Skull did. It explained my issues with part one. That's what I love when a sequel comes along and explains away the problems that I have with part one. And that's what Chrome Skull did to me. If nothing else, that's what it did. It explained things to me. I was Christian's like, oh, doing, okay. Christian's doing the spinoff called Numbskull. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so what do you guys have for ratings? You're an eight. Oh, See, Holly. Yeah. I was supposed to let uh, Holly go first. Sorry, Holly. Jump. How dare Jumped you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what guy. the fuck? I'm never coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Me either. <laughs> I'm going to give this one a, a seven. Uh, I just echo everything that you said. It's fun. I love watching it. I love the kills. Again, you know, saw, saw traps. I love it. But as far as stories concerned... Definitely not on par with the first one. Not as much tension. So, I but I do enjoy it. It's fun. Right on. I echo everything you said. Right to the rating. It's seven for me too. Yeah, I'm a little bit lower. I'm a six and a half. But uh, this fucking guy. Sorry, my dad's at a five. <laughs> really? Wow. My tell dad, dad went nine and five. Turn around and tell him five. <laughs> <laughs> really? He really wow. disliked it. Huh. Wow. We did them back to back, and I mean the first one is just so much better. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen Lucello get that how he got the dog body onto. It. I would have liked to have seen the dog get decapitated because he comes out with just the dog head right when he has oh, that showdown. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's safe for cats. They're not going to do that. They're not going to show that for a dog. Of course not. Yeah. Put cats. <laughs> I could have had like a, I wish they had like a whole room of just half cats sleeping down the, hall, <laughs> the walls. <laughs> See, now, exploding cats wouldn't bother me. I would find humor. Like, that dog exploded. I would find humor in an exploding cat. But a dog cat didn't explode. He had his head blown off. After <laughs> he was I... set on fire and put a bucket on his head. <laughs> even, in the sec- even in the second one, when the collector opens fire, he lets the dog loose on the team, and then he opens fire. He's shooting his own dog. I, I know. Yeah. Asshole. There's way more dog violence in these films than cat. I could deal with half a cat. Exploding kittens. That's a new rating. Half a cat. <laughs> it's also a game. A <laughs> Exploding kittens. Yeah, is that what it was? A game? Yeah, okay. It's a game. It's funny. Explosions. Exploding animals is kind of funny. It's Explosions. Yeah. They're hilarious. <laughs> well, exploding animals. Especially when animals are involved. <laughs> it's better than them being severed in half. That's I love when I see a news story where a pet store blew up. I love it. It's so funny. <laughs> Especially if they, they had the, turtles. Yeah, they show the news just shells and half cats everywhere. Bowser is one of them. The, the big Bowser, turtle. Yeah. Yeah, just <laughs> Just yeah. oh. What the hell are we talking about? <laughs> <Look> at... 
Oh, Did I freeze again? Oh. Ever so you, often. You have, froze, you have frozen 6,000 times this show. <laughs> yep. You really like have. Like we've, we've done a good job of just pretending like we've heard what you said, but we honestly have heard almost nothing of what you said this whole show. It's okay, because most of the listening, like, the listenership will once again side with me. Right. As usual. That's what's great about listening back. Uh, Now I can listen back to the podcast next week or whenever, and, oh, that's what Christian said. Oh, it all comes to me. So it's like, if I don't get it now, it's all coming back back to me. (laughs) Yeah, that's the intro for Cheers. Remember, that's the theme song? No. And against all odds, and against all because, odds, Phil Collins yes. did not sing that. That's why I said that, because you think that <laughs> against all odds was the Golden Girls song. And I am gonna do it. I'm gonna do a Pink Floyd fucking Take Wizard a of Oz style. I'm telling you, I'm gonna put on the Golden Girls, lower the sound, and as soon as I see that plane going over the sun, I'm fucking starting that song. Doom 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 fucking Phil Collins. How can you just let me but I'm telling you, I think it might be funny. I'm gonna do it. I think it's homework. Do, do something with Bret Hart. He thought Bret Hart was some sort of condition. <laughs> condition. I am the bounty. I'm the mountain. I, I, I went to the cardiologist. He said I had a Bret Hart. I knew that Bret Hart. I, I knew he was a wrestler. That. And that's it. I don't know anything else about him. I knew he was a wrestler. I'm like, what the fuck? I got to know everybody's fucking history now. He's a Canadian. That everybody that lived. After Wayne Gretzky, Bret Hart. Fucking hero. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky, Bret Hart. Canadian heroes. And Dave Because he took fake punches to the face as a Canadian hero? Oh, stop. Stop. Jesus Christ. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we, we better get out of here. We got to go. Enough's enough. <laughs> it was a great time, though. Holly, thank you, thank you, you so much. Do you want to plug anything, yeah. Holly? Other than... Uh. Yeah. Other than, other than show that it's not yours. Dave if he wants to plug anything. Uh, nothing. <laughs> uh, well, you know, beyond the screams, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, maybe TikTok, but I feel like I'm too old and don't get it, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and it, you could be heard on uh, the network and all yes, the right? Dark Discussions Network, Apple, Perfect. and everything else. Yep, all the streaming services, we're there. What's planned? You got any plans going on or no? Um, not right now. Um, the next couple of months we're going to be doing travel themes for um June and July, like international travel. Then July is going to be like water horror, so we're going to be doing some summer stuff. But um, if anybody's in Chicago, Rocky Horror is going to be starting back up next month we're going to be at the drive-in and then starting in july we get to be back in the theater so come check it out very cool are you going to call your summer thing the summer series no (laughs) no (laughs) do you want to be involved in the summer series (laughs) i no can't i've got no Well, we I are know. looking for some help. We need some adjudicators. So that's why I'm asking. If I knew what an adjudicator me. was, maybe I'd be one. <laughs> I and told you the, what it was. I gave you the until, whole fucking description. Until then, I will refer to it as the bummer series. Oh, you Aww. should be an adjudicator. You can, if, okay, people are on the show. Why, at did, the you, end why they, did you, check it. why did you really check say judicator? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you should be an adjudicator. You really <laughs> I didn't. I don't know how to say that word. Anyway, adjudicator, whatever. (laughs) After the three movies pass for that year, 2016, let's say it's going to be this movie, this movie, and and everybody votes on it. There's five hosts, right? Now, 
it gets sent over to the adjudicators. Now, <laughs> that's you. You get to look at it and see that top three. Now, you see, that we review 12 movies that year. If you see a movie that you feel be- belongs in the, in, the, in, the, in the top three, and it's not there, it's one of the other nine, then you can can put that movie through and take a movie out. You have the power to fucking change I'm the saying thing. no for Brandon. No, I think Brandon would love it. That actually sounds like watch- fun, because you don't even really See? have to do anything except just... No, 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 no. You have to watch the 12 movies, obviously, before you make a decision. But I've probably seen all 12 already. That's fine. That's why I thought you'd be perfect for it. I mean, I watch a thousand movies. I've already watched 100 uh, 2021s already. That's what I'm saying. Be I've an adjudicator. like five. <laughs> Honestly, only five were good, so you're, you're, you're not far off from where you should be. Yeah, you get to decide because things come to a vote, and then you have like a you have like a serious vote that has to do with it. So it, it's kind of cool. I'm well, intrigued. I'm good. Intrigued. I hope you are. I'd love to get you involved in this. It's great. You're, it's perfect for you. You love watching movies, and especially for for a year. It's fucking so much fun. Yeah. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Hopefully, you oh. can do it. Cool. Sounds good. All right. Well, that's that. One forty four. One forty five is going to be one of those big shows. I think we decided what we were going to do. One of the movies from the Rams, or one of the trilogies that he picked. What the hell was it, Christian? Remember we talked about it? It was uh, the yep, three movies. I, I cannot it? remember for the life of me now, but we we we. I, think yeah. I took a screenshot of it. So was I'll it the? It um, <laughs> yeah. What the hell was it? Um, Chud and Chud Two. Oh, was it the slasher thing? I know what you did last summer. Lost after Derek Hellfest. Was that it? I think that it was it. Been. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, there I'm you go. A I know what you did pictures. last. Yeah. That's it, people. Watch them. I know what you did last summer. Lost After Dark and Hellfest. It's a little slasher special, episode 145. I don't like that guy who wrote Lost After Dark. Oh, boy. Stop (laughs) it. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Bo is great. All right. Anyway, Holly, thank you again. Yeah, Yeah, thank you. you. Great talking with you guys. We'll do it again for sure. And uh, everybody else. You're welcome back. Just as much. We'll see you next Women in Horror movement. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Christian, you got to give the exit now. It's official. Oh, okay. Ah, <laughs> Peace.